hotter than average. Take the average. I'm hotter than average. I'm smarter than average. I'm funnier than average. I'm above, I'm an above average individual. I'm 33 and I look like young. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that I deserve an insanely rich guy. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right. And wife me the fuck up. Beautiful, I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. You be in these what? <laughs> I believe the two should be tied up in these streets. <laughs> Here's the thing, you know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and efforts. God. What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. And on Facebook, shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. I also realize why I look so much smaller on the um on the uh when I do my playbacks when I show you from two, three years ago, me saying all of this ingenious stuff, by the way. Uh, the camera was further away. All right. I'm all up on the camera. Big old milk dud head right in the damn big old. Look at that, my head taking up all the damn screen. All right. I need to be further back like this. You see, I look smaller, but I've been working out, brother. All right. Shout out to the coach gang. And we are back in here for Monday. The wake up show. Part of the free agent lifestyle podcast here on the free agent lifestyle channel. I am the author of the free agent lifestyle. You must get this book. It is a book that will save your life. It is a book that will save Mr. Patrick Mahomes' life. Shout out to him for life in here. All right. Shout out to Patrick Mahomes in the building. Oh, shout out to the Nasty Boys. What other crew do we have in here? Shout out to the Money the money Mindset Gang, the Blue Chip Mindset Gang. We all in the building, man. Shout out to the Coach Gang. All right, man. I appreciate all of you guys, man. We are back. I'm well rested. All right. Um, I will tell you, it was a little bit of a Kaylee marathon. It was a little uh, debaucherous, but it is what it is. We're back in here. Um, listen, we're going to talk about Patrick Mahomes's situation here and masculine frame. You know, I make fun of masculine frame quite a bit. Um, it's not to make fun of it. Uh, typically, it is one of those theoretical uh, things that somebody wrote in the book. I don't even know who wrote it first. I'm not going to get into that debate. I'm sure. Pretty sure. But but. But just so you know, I agree with masculine frame, right? I agree with the idea of the concept. When you do represent yourself masculine-wise, and we'll give you the definition of it, but you represent yourself. Oh, there's the Discord link. Thank you, Sizzle. I've been looking for that link. Um, <laughs> uh, when you represent yourself in a masculine way, women do respond positively to it, all right? And your job is if you are demonstrating yourself in a masculine way and you want to be treated masculine and she's in her feminine aura, um, she should be able to toe the line. She should be able to understand uh, where she can and cannot misstep. 
but it is oftentimes you display, you, you hold your masculine frame, right? And somebody doesn't bite. The woman doesn't bite. The woman doesn't fear, uh, you know, the repercussions of losing you. See, I thought I knew you thought I was going somewhere when you thought the woman doesn't fear you. Oh, no, 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 no. She doesn't fear the repercussions of losing you. And thus, when you try to hold your masculine frame, she laughs out. She'd be like this. Yeah, she like. <laughs> you ever do that? You try to hold your masculine frame. All right. And, you, and then and then the woman just laughs at you or just, you know, skirts you to the side or skirt. She puts her hand in your face. Well, she don't respect your masculine frame. Now, that's where this show was going to go. We're not we're not making fun of the theory of masculine frame. I agree with it. All right. The more you display masculinity, if you have size, if you have muscularity, you know, you look like you're wise. You know, sometimes just a beard, facial hair, a nice beard will let a woman get in her feminine frame. All right. And this is the whole conversation about submitting. Some some men are like, these women don't want to submit. Well, they're not submitting to chumps. They're not submitting to um, they're not submitting to non-masculine men. And so you got to get in your masculine order for her to submit. And now some women even will get into uh, somebody's masculine aura and she'll be unwilling to submit or or people think money's going to make a woman submit. No, 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 gentlemen. Money doesn't make a woman submit. You still have to be somewhat masculine over time or she'll find a way to pull your card. She'll find a way to yank your money. OK, she'll find a way to finesse her way into your life. And so money gives you access. Money gives you leverage to get access. Now, once you got the access, then you can still get finessed. OK, so this is what we have to understand about the woman today. We're going to talk about the modern woman again. Um, and ladies, I just want to let you guys know as you're entering the building, I love you. I love women, man. I love women as much as I could need to love. Them, all right. And then when I don't need to love them, I leave. them. All right. So. Um, I'm not trying to own of you, any of you guys. I'm in the philosophy of renting and leasing, all right? And not even with an option to buy, all right? I'm going to put that shit back, all right? Put that, what is the restock fee, all right? Is there a restock fee? I'll pay it, okay? You ever do that? You take something back, oh, there's a $50 restock fee. When it comes to women, I'm going to pay that restock fee, all right? Who else wants her? It ain't my, I've had my turn already. People hate that about me. And literally- it's like literally, it's literally the it's literally what they want, right? It's the weirdest thing, man. But look, let's get into these super chats in the building. Why is my voice cracking? All right, we back in the building. This is great, gonna be a great subject, man. And Patrick Mahomes, if you're watching, because I know you are. All right, or somebody from the Kansas City Chiefs, somebody's uh, or the chefs. You know, I'm a Raider Nation guy. We beat y'all a couple years ago. But Patrick, if you're watching, and I know celebrities watch me, so what I'm going to say is this. You must make sure you get this book, The Free Agent Lifestyle. And now I know it's going to go against the matrix that you're in, all right, because you're you're in a matrix, Patrick, all right, and I get it. Listen, it's going to be hard for me to, you know, I, I can't sympathize for you or empathize for you because I haven't been in your position, but I've seen men like you in the position you're in. You're in the matrix, all right? You have to do certain things, all right? And this is what your wife doesn't understand. You know, she doesn't understand it because she doesn't have, you know, there's somewhere from Lubbock, Texas. There's somewhere outside of Lubbock, Texas, where the biggest thing that happens every now and then is some tumbleweed comes rolling down the middle of Lubbock, Texas, whatever streets in the middle of Lubbock. 
there's not much excitement going on in there. All right. That's why you guys got to go to Texas Tech's Red Raiders basketball games. You know what I mean? There's there's not much that the Red Raiders are like the, the Lakers in Los Angeles. You know what I mean? What else is going on? Tumbleweed or the Red Raiders game? You know, so I get it. You know what I mean? You guys got to you, you're not very much. Um, you're not very much indoctrinated into what the apex predator is going to do. So, Patrick, listen to me. I know you're a young man. Okay. You're, you're, you're trying to get your money. You don't, you're, you're trying to get your bag and run. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> and thus, you know, you've invited your childhood sweetheart, the woman that you've known since probably uh, middle school, if not high school, early high school days. And out of loyalty, you're bringing her up because she knows you, you know her. It's easy. It's easy as one, two, three. You're on schedule to marry her. You've already put a baby in her belly. So you're already invested in her, at least for the next two decades into life. Okay, so now you got to get those endorsement deals. You want to be the Steph Curry of the NFL. You want to be the face of the NFL. All right, first of all, you got to get rid of Eric Bieniemy. He put a monkey wrench in your program. You already know that, and I know that. So we're on one accord, right? Eric Bieniemy is your enemy. All right, he's supposed to get a head coaching job. Everybody wanted him to get a head coaching job. He can't even coach the best quarterback in the league. Now, second part of that is you need to get rid of that girl, and you need to get you a new one. All right, because the one you got right now is faulty. She doesn't respect your masculine frame and she's going to mess up your $200 million. And every bit of money that you get on the account of you being the proper husband to her. See, you're going to get paid for that. All right. And what she doesn't understand is you're getting paid for that. Well, she knows this, though. This is why you this is why she has leverage over you. She knows that you need her more than you need. She needs you at this point. You're already lock, stock, and barrel. You already sold down the river. Okay, so now, now every bit of financial gain that you're going to get as a family man is pretty much going to go to her pocket when you divorce her or when she divorces you. You're going to sock it to her pocket. All right, that's what's going to happen. So I know you're going to get a bag. You're going to build a legacy. But, um, but uh, what, what's eventually going to happen is Every dollar you make as a on account of that is going to be socked to her pocket. All right, when a divorce happens, and let me tell you, man, everybody knows before us. All right, everybody knows before us. Everybody that's come before you, every athlete knows that that came before you. And I've done streams on this. They know that this is a bad one. You got a bad one, and it's okay to admit it, gentlemen. If you're like Patrick Mahomes right now, and I'm just telling you. If you are like Patrick Mahomes right now and you're 26 years old, you're 26 years old, you can pick another girl. You, there's If you cut her off, just give her a check and let her go back to damn Lubbock, Texas. All right. There's nothing you're going to lose from that unless she got some sex tape or something like that that she's going to release because she's going to do this anyway, guys. The longer you keep her, the longer, the more manipulative she's going to be. And the more toxic she's going to be after you release her, all right? She's going to be toxic in hell anyway. Go ahead and take that L right now and save yourself decades, okay? Because this one is a bad one. And you have to admit sometimes you picked a bad one. But guys want to ride it out. Oh, no, I'll fix her. I'll hold masculine frame. Mm. All right, and Patrick Mahomes, just so you guys know, he's already come out and defended against what we're going to show you. Now, this might not be for Patrice's cause, but this might be for you guys to understand something. At some point, at some point, your masculine frame don't work no more. <laughs> your masculine frame don't work no more. And you just got to hit. The best thing you can do is go ahead and walk away. 
Go ahead and walk away, guys. Hey, you lose nothing. Go ahead and walk. You guys act like there's no more women out here. Guys, there's more women than there are men. Not only that, Patrick Mahomes is the $400 million man. You think he's going to find trouble finding the woman that will toe the line and don't constantly have to correct her in public? All right, we're going to get to this, man. We need to really unpack all of this. And we haven't showed the video yet because you guys know how I do. I got to set it up first. So let's, let's honor the people who have come in and sponsored today's show. Um, so we got museum. He says Mahomes needs to cancel that B like Nino Brown on New Jack City. He disrespected her on big time, big time on national TV. He needs to cancel her, man. Listen, people don't want to cancel people. Um, you know, you think you owe people something. People don't owe nobody anything, guys. Look, if they not doing what you need them to do, all right, in the class that you needed to do it, then you need to cancel them. See, somewhere in junior high school, this worked, Patrick. Then when you're on your way up to the top and you're a top, you're a blue chip recruit, you can have a goofy girlfriend. You know what I mean? She's goofy. She followed you to Texas Tech. All right. Or you probably got her some scholarship money. You're like, my girlfriend got to come. All right. She can come. Bring the girl too. You're going to get on the cheerleading team. All right. She she rolled your coattails. All right. And then now you're NFL draft pick. Nobody really was even paying attention to you other than people who were really in depth and watching football because when you were at texas tech y'all wasn't doing ish over there anyway all right y'all was y'all was starry over there too six and six seven and six barely getting into the damn tostito bowl game you was y'all wasn't doing ish over on texas tech nobody was watching texas tech in the air raid all right so now you're over at texas tech you get drafted high nobody was paying attention to you you're sitting behind alex smith all right nobody was paying attention to you then all of a sudden guess what happened you got on the field. A couple of the players start saying, hey, Patrick Mahomes is that guy. And then you showed up and you were that guy. Now you're the $400 million man. That means whoever was coming with you when riding with you back then, they ain't on point now. They, they're, they can't compete with you. They're not on your level. You need to cut them. You need to cut them. They're not responsible for your success. Cut them. <laughs> All right. Pick number 10. He's picked number 10 because scouts. Nobody, nobody knew Patrick Mahomes' name before he stepped on the field in year two. Nobody knew, all right? Don't say you knew unless you was the damn watching the NFL draft. Even when they picked him, they was like, who? All right? So who else? David McFarlane says, shout out to the coach gang and the best mod, Sizzo. You got this, bro. Sizzo be working hard in here. Shout out to Sizzo. Uh, Edmund Dante says, Jordan Peterson said, no, SEX is free, and he's getting tons of praise for it. He says, coach, you've been saying it for the last two years. Price is wrong. Where am I at? Where's my, where in the world, where in the world is my respect around here? Where's my respect? I've been telling you and schooling you on the game, and some people still argue with me. I don't see where the argument is, but hey, you can argue against me. The P is not free. The, pre, the B is not free, and it never will be, all right, especially in today's day and age, all right? You're coming up now. Mm -mm, nope, man. It's all monetized, all right? There's a price to pay after the fact. Sure, you'll get away with some. You'll get, you'll get away with get, getting some free. Yes, you will. But over time, you're gonna, it's going to catch up to you. Uh, what are you, So I appreciate that, man. They need to give me my respect. They need to put some respect on my name, all right? I've been telling you guys what's going on. Oh, man. Anyway. Yeah, give my, they, they've been squashing me down for too long. Give me my flowers around here. All right. 
Uh, Amari Rasta says, I'm 29 years old. Was in a nine-year relationship. The girlfriend kept asking me when we're getting married. And I said, not until you prove yourself worthy. And what is going on? I'm on live. This is crazy. Hold on for a second. Anyway, <laughs> uh, what's going on here? Uh, so he says, uh, <laughs> my son's calling me in the middle of the show. And it's this. So the girlfriend kept asking me when we're getting married. And I said, not until I prove yourself, you prove yourself worthy. And she hit me with the, well, then I'm not happy. Wow. I'm not happy. <laughs> he says, your channel helped me realize a lot. All right. And so she's out of there. Guys, no hymen, no diamond. Hey, at that, at that particular point, essentially what happens is now at that point, you pulled her card. I always tell you guys, call their bluffs. Call their bluffs. <laughs> Dumper, uh, uh, when they're giving you ultimatums, when they're giving you ultimatums, never respond positively to an ultimatum. Never look at it and go, look, all right, I'll do what you want, and I'll give you what you want. If you do that, eventually, then she's going to keep ultimatum you at the end. Pull her card, man, and be like, man, whatever, guys. There's more women than there are men on the planet. Don't fret. Don't bother. In America, in American, there's there's not, compared to the women across the world, there's very few of them that could classify themselves as American women. So you got American women, and then you got the women around the rest of the world. Do not negotiate with terrorists. Do not respond positively to ultimatums. Uh, when you're in your 20s, I always tell you guys, when you're in your 20s, somebody said, uh, Chronic said something. I'm not sure what he said. Um, but in this situation, right? In this situation, I want you guys to remember, go to a 40 year old man, ask the 40 year old man, who was the women that he was with when he was age 25, 26, he's going to be like, uh, what's her name? He won't even remember her first or last name. He will be, especially when it comes to me, I don't remember their first or last name. I'll be like, what the hell was their last name? All right. They're, they're old news. I don't remember. <laughs> that was how many women ago? 100, 200? Who cares? Uh, Classy B says, happy money day, coach. Shout out to the coach gang. Appreciate you for being here. Um, What else is going on here? My damn, people tripping. Uh, happy money day, coach. He says, shout out to the coach gang. Appreciate you for being here. Warhammer says, I got money. I got money. So I can focus on my career. Hey, where's that at? So I could focus on my career. She was serious too. Hey, you guys want to see the, not the original clip. You want to see what she looked like when she's saying that, by the way? So I could focus on my career. <laughs> I love that woman. I love that clip. So I can focus on my career. All right. So who else is in here? Avid hikers in the building. Shout out to you. Uh, Rare Cuisine Gaming says, he says, hope y'all had a good sloppy yogurt Sunday. And I certainly did the sloppy yogurts out there. I, I can never get that out of my head, by the way. All right. Uh, I'm going to do a couple more. Mexi Michael says, my homes 
made a fatal mistake marrying this aged yogurt. She had, he hasn't even married her yet. She hasn't even married her. I'm sorry, he hasn't even married her. She's um, what do you call it? Um, they're engaged to be married. Okay. And he says he needs to just cut his losses ASAP. Alimony is just expected at this point. Split half of the current net worth before his second contract, or he loses triple. 100%. I would cut my losses. I would write her a check, and she would be long gone. All right? He needs to go. Look, you guys are trying to Because people will say, well, at least he can trust her. She grew up. She knew him when he was younger and all that stuff. You're going to see from this video why exactly he needs to cut her. ACDC, she saw through the masculine frame. Yes, indeed. And he says, Mexi Maiko, even a 50% restock fee these days uh, is a deal. Go ahead and run. Gotta get my bag and run. (laughs) All right, let's get into this real quick. Let's get into this. And um, I'm going to show you something real quick. This is going to be my, uh, oh, we got to discuss masculine frame. All right, uh, a quick definition of what masculine frame here. You can look it up here. People talk about masculine frame. I'll use this as a definition because I ain't got time. All right, it says a man with a masculine frame can be a man, uh, a strong, wait, can be a man, strong and powerful while still being able to control his emotions. All right, so you're in your masculine frame. You're not yelling at the woman. You're displaying your masculinity. And he says he's composed, calm. And uh, composed. Boy, who wrote this? This is what I'm doing to use it as a definition. And he exudes confidence. Women are attracted to his manhood and respond positively to his aura. Men either admire or despise him. Both are true at times. So a lot of times the masculine man, he will exude masculinity. He'll walk into a room. You'll have haters. Men will be jealous. They'll be mad. They'll try to bring you down. You know what I mean? Cut you down, but not in their face. Sometimes you will be. Some you time sometimes you will be challenged. Most of the time, people are just gonna be haters off to the side, right? And so in this situation here, they admit that you have to be calm, cool, collected, and showing your masculine aura. And then in in, in response, the women around you should fall in line because they can't beat you up, right? That that's the one thing they can't get physical with you. They can't tackle you. They can't do anything. Even if they slapped you, it wouldn't hurt, right? And um, like a Tommy Sotomayor situation, she didn't respect his masculine frame. So she went in and threw a little rabbit punch at him. And then he then he went and tried to tackle her down. If you're in your masculine frame, you don't need all that, right? She, there wouldn't even be a chance where she would raise her hand. Even if she did raise her hand, she knew she'd be making the mistake, right? Because she loses out on you. It's not a physical thing that you have to retaliate. She knows what she loses by doing this, right? So if she does laugh at you, snicker at you, put her hand in your face, slap you, beat you up, call you all kind of names, kill your dog and say she's going to do all this stuff. She don't respect your masculine frame, right? Um, So what's going to happen is this. What's going to happen is this. Let's go ahead and show you back up here. Let's go back up here. Um, Many wives today, many of the wives today, I want you to think about this. Think about the wives in the past of sports athletes. Many of them don't want to be the wives of the past. All right, so let's go ahead and put this up right here. Now, you guys know Magic Johnson, right? I love that name. What a troll name that is, Magic Johnson. Pause. Anytime you say Magic Johnson, you must say pause after it. Anybody know that he's been trolling you guys for so many decades? His name is Magic Johnson. (laughs) All right, come on, man. 
He got the media to say Magic Johnson. Jesus. I mean, you have to say pause after that. But his wife is named Cookie Johnson. Okay. Um, has anybody ever heard Cookie Johnson's voice? Have you ever heard Cookie Johnson really give more than two interviews? Have you ever heard Cookie Johnson or seen Cookie Johnson dancing on Instagram? Have you ever seen Cookie Johnson trying to talk about, I'm going to start a business? Have you ever heard anything from Cookie Johnson? I mean, you would have to dive deep in the deep recesses of YouTube to ever hear Cookie Johnson even talking. Let's go back to the next guy. Here's Michael Jordan. There's his wife, his current wife. He's been married twice. This was his previous wife uh, right here, Juanita. Now, here's how crazy it is. Juanita Jordan was married to Michael when he was on the come up. They were also high school sweethearts and whatnot. Have you ever heard Juanita Johnson, Juanita Jordan talking? Have you ever heard Juanita Jordan saying anything? Have you ever heard her giving an interview? Have you ever heard her all up in the videos? Have you ever heard Juanita Jordan saying any damn thing? And she still walked off with $200 million. Have you ever heard her say anything? Matter of fact, I know you're like, well, that's old, coach. Okay, this right here is Michael Jordan's current wife. I don't even know her name. <laughs> what the hell is her name? I don't even know her name, bruh. And she married to Michael Jordan. Her name is irrelevant. <laughs> because she's Michael Jordan's wife. Now, have you ever heard her say anything? Have you ever heard her in the video? Do you see her on TikTok? Do you see her doing a damn thing? You don't see her doing ish. Okay? Same thing with somebody said LeBron James's wife. Have you ever seen Savannah, uh, Savannah James doing anything, uh, singing anything? Have you ever heard LeBron James' wife doing anything? Where do you see them at? Do you see them doing anything? All right. Same thing with Tiger Woods' wife. Although she went away, she, she even walked off with the bag. Her name is Elin. She was supposedly a nanny and a model. Have you ever heard Elin uh, Nordgren or Elin Woods say anything? Do you see them even talking? Do you see them out there dancing on TikTok? But see, today's wives are different. Today's young uh, Generation Z wives, they ain't playing that. They want to be. And one other thing I'd like to say, any artist out there want to be an artist and want to stay a star and don't want to have to worry about the executive producer trying to be all in the video, all on the record, dancing, come to death rock. Uh-huh. Yeah, see, all of these wives today, they want to be, they want to be Diddy. They want to get that Diddy bop. They want to be all up in the videos, all up in the front. Any artists out there want to be an artist and want to stay a star? Any, any wives out here that want to be an artist and stay a star? And don't, any, no, 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 sorry. Any husband out here that want to be an artist and stay a star? All right. And don't have to worry about their wives trying to be all up in the video, all up in the record, dancing, come to free agent lifestyle. Don't want to have to worry about the executive producer trying to be all in the video, 
all on the record dancing come to death rock yeah see suge got it right suge knew what was up <laughs> suge knew what was up but today's wives your most popular superstar wives they wives are doing what what's steph curry wife doing she all up in the videos all up on the basketball game all up on the talk shows all up in the depths they gotta have their own stardom they gotta have their own damn stardom they gotta have their own attention and you have to ask yourself why why do you need your own attention like you got one job and that's to be my wife and then produce kids and make sure my kids rise up see the women in the past they do this they weren't trying to be the star they weren't trying to be all up in the video Michael Jordan got two wives, and you will never hear damn near nothing about them. Every now and then, they might poke their head up. But when Michael Jordan wins a game, they be quiet. Oh, thank you. Good job. Because you got one job. Your job ain't to parlay your abilities off of my coattails. Okay? Now, even if I run through all these holes out here, okay, I'll still get you the bag. I'll cut you your check. You got one damn job. But no, they want to be all up in the front. They want to be all up in the front, just like this woman right here. She literally got one job. I mean, she could do this. This is probably not bad for Lubbock, Texas here. I mean, had she cut that hair off, it would be a disaster for her. So she better keep that long hair. All right. But um, you got one job, and it's to look something like that. You know what I mean? Just show up to the game. Oh, there you go. Be the doting wife. Thank you, ma'am. Oh, smile in the pictures. All right. But nah. Can't do that. You want to be all up on TikTok. You want to you you want to rise with my you want to rise with my star. See, this is where you need to be right here. Good job, honey. You got one job. A lot of a lot of women would love this job. You got one job, but you all want to be all up in the damn pictures. You want to be dancing. You want to be TikToking. And see, this is where Patrick is going to make a fatal mistake. I know this is the new generation. I know this is Gen Z. All right. I know this is Gen Z, but a lot of people are getting tired of your wife. A lot of people are getting tired of the antics. A lot of people are getting tired of you recording yourself, doing things, trying to celebrate. All they want is the heartfelt moments like this. Just sew up like this. Wrap your legs around him and make everybody wish they had one like you. All right. But no, you don't want to do that. You want to be all up in the videos. You don't want to listen. You don't want to listen. And soon Patrick Mahomes is going to mature out of this. And she's going to be still stuck here. She's going to be still stuck here trying to, cr cr uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, claw her way to some sort of fame or infamy. Uh, fame or in I can't, infamy. Same thing with your brother. Everybody's telling you, man, kick them to the curb right now. Because if you don't, if you don't kick them to the curb, then it's going to be too late. It's going to be too late. So you need to chill. And there's people telling you, man, look, I'm going to do a couple more Super Chats. We're going to watch the video. We're going to break it down. We're going to break it down. Yeah, it's going to be too late. If you, if you don't cut them now, it's going to be too late, sir. I'm letting you know because you can find another brother. <laughs> you can't find another brother. You can find another dude that can dance for TikTok. If you want to get Bitly, Bitly Farmsworth can dance for you if you want. Get Bitly Farmsworth looking for some job. All right. Somebody said it's already too late for him. Oh, boy. 
And if anybody wants, listen, if anybody thinks uh, uh, otherwise, and I'm not, and I'm not attacking because everything seems to be. And uh, hold on for a second. We're going to get into that because everybody seems to think that we're attacking her. No, we're we're looking out for Patrick. Right? We're not attacking her. We're telling Patrick Mahomes, like, bruh, get rid of her, man. Where are we at? <laughs> ACDC says she's saw through that masculine frame. Saw through that masculine frame. Yes. All right. Let me see here. Uh, let me see here. Mexi Michael says, I got you. Did I, I skipped you, ACDC, but uh, shout out to Ricky Webster says, I love my coach and also my coach gang French toast props do. We in the building, man. We back in here with another message. And this could be for somebody else. All right. That might be in the same situation, man. Cut, cut your losses now. Street Fighter told a woman I don't have female friends that she got into her feelings. She could not understand how that's not beneficial for men. When in, the, when in the world has men ever benefited from a woman's friendship? Show me an example. I'll wait. Ladies, if you ever wanted to know, and ladies, I always tell you, I love you. I love the way you are. I love the modern women. Uh, I love that you can now rent them out in the open now, rent lease with, with an option to buy. All right. And, and I'm giving you your freedom. You can you can have you can be wild horses out here if you want. Uh, you can run these streets. Um, you can go to girls' nights out. You know what I mean. You can dance all up in the VIP. You can have multiple boyfriends. You can do whatever the hell you want. I'm not trying to do anything. All right. And so women should love me. I'm giving you all the freedom. But you can't spend the night. All right. You got to go. All right. Matter of fact, by about the two hour mark, I'm ready for you to get the hell up out of here. All right, go back to where you came from. Go back to the cave from whence you came. All right, I don't care what you're doing when you ain't in my presence, but when you're in my presence, you serving the, you're, you don't serve your tour duty. All right, so go on out there, do what you want, be in these streets, go get a job if you want. So I can focus on my career. Who cares? All right, I don't even want to hear about your job. So I can focus on my career. Back, go get more degrees than a thermometer. I don't care. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> but what not going to happen is I'm going to support you while you in these streets. What's not going to happen is you're not going to live up under my roof. And then when you feel like it, tell me you want to be in these streets. Beautiful. I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. You be in these what? <laughs> I believe a dude should be tied up in his street. Yeah, no, not on my time and not on my dime. All right. When you on my dime and my time, you got one purpose, right? When you ain't on my time and my dime, you can do whatever the hell you want. I don't care. I'm not trying to own you. I'm not trying to own. And ladies, you should be loving me. You should be like, this is the guy that all you men should be. He's securing himself. He's confident. He don't care what he do. He let me run out here. He paid me for my time. You should love it. But no, they mad at me. Why y'all mad at me, ladies? Why y'all mad? Because I don't want to get manipulated. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. All right, here we go. Um, Juan Pamera says Elon's new junior college girlfriend is 23 years younger. All right. Shout out to Elon Musk. We going back to the junior college here. Yes, sir. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> Ooh, Joe Biden? 
He, he knows what freshmen look like. Oh, my goodness. Like, you got to be steeped into it if you know what freshmen look like. <laughs> All right. You know what I mean? Because most of them look the same, freshman or senior. And he out here. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> Joe Biden, you dirty old man. I love those barrettes in her hair, man. I tell you what. Look at her. She looks like she's 19 years old sitting there with her. Like a little lady in a race car. Woo, Joe. Joe talking about she looked 19. And the girl was younger than that. He talking about Joe. Man, Joe, you know he know. Joe, is you shame on you. All right, shame on you, Joe. Talk about barrettes in her hair. 19, Joe. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> Freaky Joe, they call him now. Somebody called him no creepy Joe. You freak. All right, come on, man. Yeah, he's in that eyes wide shut. All right, shout out to E. Uh, sorry, Porgy, Porgy Jr. Shout out to you. He says, Patrick, put the cart before the horse. You don't knock him up if you ain't married. He says he doesn't owe her anything, but men are loyal to a fault. And this is where Patrick's going to go down. He's keeping her around because of loyalty. And he knocked her up. Guys, he's he he should literally just moonwalk the hell up out of there. Leave her where she is and then get the new wife because when he cuts her, it's going to cut deep. She's the type of people that are will be angry because she thinks he owes her this. I stuck around this long, you owe me. And when he cuts her, this is what Patrick knows, she's going to go ape. She's going to go monkey, all right? She's going to go monkey ape and baboon, all right? She's going to go crazy. She's going to lose it. She's going to be in the corner rocking with the with the light. She's going to be turning the light on and off, holding a blade near her uh near her arm, her wrist. She's going to go crazy. He knows this. He knows this. She's going to go Donkey Kong. And it's um he knows this, the blowback on this one's going to be painful. But it's going to be even worse the longer he goes. He knows this. Yeah, man. EO, EOM, we're going to call you coach. Keep bringing the heat. And everybody knows what I'm saying is true. Even Patrick Mahomes, but he's defending her. Yes. Uh, three, uh, four more. Caitlin Ferguson, today's sports wives and girlfriends are suffering for what they I call the Aisha Curry effect. They love the attention more than they love their man who do who does everything for them. It's sad. You're exactly right. And I just showed that, yeah, because um, if you look at the wives in the past, they, they I think wives of today, they, they don't want to be that. They're not willing to do uh, that whole thing. They're not willing to play the background. All right. And so they, they want to be in the foreground. But I ask, why should you be in the foreground? This is what I ask. Why should you, like, who are you to be in the foreground? Like, who were you before you married these, this person? Now, I don't mind you wanting to be in the foreground if you were a personality alongside this personality. Like Giselle and Tom Brady would be the exception to the rule. Giselle was Giselle before Tom Brady. And so Tom Brady married her. So if Giselle did this, then we were talking about a different conversation here. Giselle could get away with this because she's Giselle and she was Giselle before Tom Brady. She didn't need it to be, but these other people, Aisha Curry and this woman, I don't even know her name. Uh, what is her name? Uh, I better get her name. Brittany, I believe her name is. Is Brittany B? 
Her name is Brittany Matthews. See, Brittany Matthews was a tumbleweed in Lubbock, Texas, before Patrick Mahomes is became a Super Bowl winner. Different conversation. She, why is she all up in the front? Sit your ass down. All right. You're not trying to fundraise for 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 humanitarian efforts. So sit down. All right. Where are we at? A couple more. Mexi Michael, traditional ideas like loyalty, duty, sacrifice, they're done. They're done. He says, current day society is cool, bigger, better deal. And he says, start it. Wifey is okay. Starter wifey is okay. We live in 80% divorce rate, 94% uh, indoctrination. Uh, I can't remember. I don't education gal. Oh, yeah. Oh, 90% of them are that. They're feminists by... Um, uh, most women aren't feminists. They're feminists when it advantages them. And then they're traditional when they want to roll back. All right. They they play the fence, right? Oh, yes, I'm about feminine empowerment. I want to get a better job. And then, then they'll go back to, but I still want to be a traditional gal. Uh, I, ladies, as, as far as I can see, that ain't working for you. Uh, y'all can keep pushing that envelope all you want. All you're going to be is rented. Okay, that's fine with me. Again, ladies. Keep pushing that envelope of straddling the fence between a full-fledged feminist and then a traditional woman. I don't mind you doing it. All you're going to get is rented. They're just going to rent your ass out, or at worst, worse for you, you're going to get plowed through. That's all you're going to get. All right? You ain't getting nothing traditional, and you're fl- playing the fence. All right? Mm-mm. It's okay, though. All right? Modal Surf says the masculine frame don't work the same. It don't. It don't. It don't. Shout out to Studio IC. He gives us a sponsorship today. Shout out to Coach Dad Adams and the Coach Gang. See y'all at the top. That's what we're. That's where we're going. We ain't. We aiming for the top out here. All right. We're not getting entrapped in the snare by these manipulative games. Let's let's roll the film. Let's roll the film. And so I'm gonna break it down. I'm gonna show you the full video in its entirety, fair use. And then what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna replay it backwards so you can see it. It is a short clip. Um, as you guys know, uh, the short clip is, um, let me just show you here. Patrick Mahomes defends fiance from trolls, and he says people are weird. Uh, so he's already came out after this, after people have been trolling her. It's This isn't the first time they've been trolling her. Uh, there was this video here, and I just did a video on them about a week and a half ago, of her doing a champagne, basically doing the big pimping on the crowd down below. She basically showering the crowd down below. Um, with champagne. Is this on YouTube? Let me see. And so she's doing a Jay-Z Big Pippin episode here. And it looks like it looks like the crowd is into it. Um, they're celebrating with her. This is after a, I think uh a playoff win. I think they beat the Buffalo Bills. But take a look at her. Now, is Michael Jordan's wife doing this? You know what I mean? Like, whose wife is doing this? Not even Aisha Curry is this. Like, what did she do, bro? Like, what did she do? She like a queen up here. Let me shower all my, you know, minions down there. Yo, I mean, something about her is a little annoying. But anyway. But it seems like the crowd was into it for that moment, but people automatically went out. But it says right here, Patrick Mahomes slammed internet troll as, quote, weird on Wednesday after they once again criticized his fiance 
following the interaction the two had at a college basketball game. That's what we're going to review. Mahomes and Brittany Matthews were courtside at a Texas Tech, Lubbock, Texas, in the building men's hoop basketball contest against Baylor in Lubbock when cameras captured the NFL star leaning over to tell his fiance something in her ear. And shout out to Steve the Dean Williams putting a little something in their ear, all right? And he says, unclear what Patrick said, but Brittany was animated following his words, making facial expressions towards other people in the uh, who were sitting courtside. And uh, I won't read the rest, but oh, actually it says right here, but one word of the criticism got back to Patrick and he fired off a tweet defending Brittany writing, quote, man, people are weird. And then he says, quote, love you, babe. And he tagged his girlfriend, fiance, future wife. And so he's basically coming in to defend her. Now she's been receiving hate. Um, people have been calling her out for being annoying in her interactions. They've been calling her out for being less than civilized and trying to shine in a, in a way that's going to take away his shine. So whatever she does is not going to be cute. Eventually, she's going to appear in commercials. Okay, that's basically where she's headed. So because her characteristics, she's going to appear in commercials as an antagonist to the calm, cool, collected Patrick Mahomes, and it's going to be seen as cute until it's not cute anymore, okay? And um, it says right here she made T-shirts in response to the internet trolls, and they sold thousands, and she put the proceeds to a fund for anti-bullying, okay? And so that's what happened there. Then she started an anti-bullying campaign because she believes that people are bullying her because she's putting herself out on front street. Now, a uh, young lady, I just want to let you know, you're doing this to yourself most of the time. In this case, you did it because they caught you in a small moment in your relationship where you had one job. Patrick Mahomes reminded you of your one job and you didn't go for it. He tried to hold masculine frame and you went to the court of public opinion. Okay, so... And I'm going to show you, I'm going to break down the, I, this is what I do. I break down manipulation so that you guys can see it because at some particular point, they're going to grow out of this. One of them is going to mature out of this, which I'm thinking Patrick Mahomes is going to mature out of it because he's going to have social pressure and pressure to perform. And he's going to have ownership duties and whatnot. And he's going to want to be more of an adult and she's going to be stuck in childhood. Okay. And so let's take a look here. This is a fair use moment. Um, Here's Patrick Mahomes, $400 million quarterback. This is Brittany, his fiance and baby mama. She's worth zero, okay? And this appears to be some friends that they're with. Now, the friends are important because they're the court of public opinion, okay? And not only the court of public opinion, then the people here watching the show is the court of public opinion now. Okay, Patrick Mahomes and wife are seated here. I don't know what they're looking at. Mahomes in the house and get the chance to watch. Um, we'll play it in its entirety and then I'll review it. Mahomes in the house and get the chance to watch his Texas Tech Red Raiders. And uh, I mean, the ovation he got as he came into the building and has been, yeah, it's getting right now. It's pretty cool. Yeah, the uh, 40, 4,800 yards this year, 37 touchdowns. He did play one baseball game at Texas Tech. All right, there's the clip right there. It is a short clip, but as you guys can know, um, it doesn't take much to see inside of people's relationships, right? And so the camera happened to catch them as they were showing that they're appearing at this basketball game, and it caught them in this moment. It just happened to catch them here. And, and um, 
everybody's going wild on it. But in our manosphere, in in this sense, we're going to break down what happened here. So let's go ahead and start. They're looking at something. I'm not sure what they're looking at, but uh, Patrick, there may have been an interaction before this. We don't know. Uh, But right now, his arms wrapped around his wife or his girlfriend. And uh, I'll pause it. In the house and, get the chance. and so at this point, Patrick looks frustrated. There might, something happened before this. That something had to be said before this. And so he removes this arm from around her and she senses it immediately. All right. She senses it immediately and she immediately turns. I want you guys to see this. This is like the computer film for the JFK. All right, here we go. In the house and so she, get the chance. she immediately senses it. He has grief on his face already. All right. And so she immediately senses it and turns to him to watch. and she's saying something to him as she's removing the arm. Right. So she's already barking. Watch the head move. Watch the head. Watch it. Get the chance to watch right there. So she already said something snipey. OK. She already sniping at him. You can't see it, but you can see her head say something like that. And now he's removing. He basically is distancing. Body language tells us where's Donovan Sharp. Where's Donovan Sharp? Um, he's distancing himself from her, and she's mouthing off. All right, so already she's out of her. Let me just compare it. Let's do a little bit of comparison. Um, she's already out of her frame, okay? She's already out of line. I'm a $400 million man, and you're sniping at me in the front row of a basketball game. You're already gone. Yeah, she goes, bark, 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 bark. Now, this is what's going to happen when he cuts her ass off. This is why I tell you it's going to be deadly, potentially deadly when he cuts her ass off. All right, because she's going to do this type of stuff. So let's continue. The guy walks by as mass as a Raiders. And so Patrick's trying to calmly, he like, look, do not let me pull my pimp hand back right now. We're in front of thousands of people. I could pull my pimp hand back, but I'm I'm gonna try to tell you once. Shut your trap. Okay, that's basically what he's doing right now. And so he's trying to tell her his eyebrows are raised. He's trying to get serious. He's holding masculine frame. Would this be, where's my masculine frame, people? This right now is holding masculine frame. Right? He's, he's showing his money. He's showing his bank account. He's showing his masculine aura. He's putting the chick in her place after she, bark, 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 bark. Yeah, he said, do not embarrass me. There's tens of thousands of people here in Lubbock, Texas, that considers me a hero. If I had to get my pull my pimp hand back, it's going to get ugly. Oh, oh, now, now, people are saying, remember he said, oh, it ain't that serious. Watch this. Look at that face. It ain't that serious. Remember he said that in the tweet? Now, look at this face. You can't tell me this ain't serious. Okay? So he's like, look. And, uh... Oh, he said something. He said something to her that was very important. Look, he was like, let me tell you something. I'll replace you in 10 seconds. That's what he said. Ladies, have you ever seen, ladies, have you ever seen your man with a face like this? Now, what's happening over here is these goof troops over here trying to ignore it. I don't see nothing, but you know they see it. Because they're going to be able to, let's just say he pulled his pimp hand back. They'll be able to tell exactly what happened in this 5, 10 seconds. Okay, <laughs> he was like, <laughs> they trying hard to ignore it, but they know exactly what's going on right here. They know exactly. They catching all of it. 
because they'll give you the play-by-play of what was said and what. <laughs> I already played it, Wally. Wally, I already played it. I'm reviewing now. Don't come in late to the show and then try to dictate what's going on. I already played the whole clip. Now this is review time, Pat. Uh, this is review time, Wally. All right, so his lips gun got red. His eyebrows are furrowed. He's throwing eye darts in her direction. Look, he's looking right into her eyes. Look at this, guys. He's looking right into her eyes. He's telling her, I will have your ass homeless next week. Mm. <laughs> All right, that's basically what he said. Now, let's go ahead and continue. I mean, Now, he did distance himself again, and she left stuck. Um, we call this stuck on stupid. Okay, so he left her stuck on stupid. Now watch her reaction. He distanced himself. He's got a proud masculine frame look. He's rubbing his hands and he distanced himself. All right, so let's go ahead and roll. He feeling good about himself, but oh, she wanted to get the last word. So guys, if you have a woman that always got to get the last word, even when she gets checked, you need to walk. Because he held masculine frame. But instead of doing what? Instead of tucking her tail, she had to get the last word. Let's review. I mean, the ovation he got. Is now, it, she leaned in to get the last word. That means he distanced himself and she leaned in to get the last word. All right, you guys see that? I don't know why you argue with women like this. I mean, the ovation he got. Is she was wrong. And instead of saying, okay, honey, you're right. She had to bark, 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 bark. <laughs> Ovation he got as he and she uh, and now watch her yeah. now see this here she's gonna start being the victim here now she's looking for help so now he's winning his masculine frame he distanced himself he was feeling good he's rubbing his hands anytime you know men are rubbing hands that he's trying to do something with his hands other than pull his pimp hand back all right so he's doing what he don't want to pull his pimp hand back so he, he got his hands like this he holding his hands or sometimes a man will put his hands in his pocket. All right. He put his hands in his pocket so he don't have to draw that hand back. All right. And so he don't want to get physical. All right. And now she's playing the victim. Oh, damsel in distress. Damsel in distress. Now watch. She'll think about it for a second. And in her head, in her bird brain, she's trying to figure out what do I do next? Because she got stunned. She got gut punched. And she got put in her place. And so right now, he feeling good about the interaction. He said he held masculine frame. I held my masculine frame. Now it's up to her to see if she can respect his masculine frame. Everybody got it? Now, the job of the people who are telling you to hold masculine frame is this person now has to respect the masculine frame. She has to realize what she's going to lose if she doesn't respect him. All right, so she's thinking about it. In her brain, there's crickets. She has a deer in headlights look. And she's going, wow, I can't believe he just did that. Here we go. Been... She's thinking. You see, she's thinking. And so now she's angry and bitter. She's about to cry. And now she's thinking about what he said. Maybe he's right. Yeah, it's getting right now. It's pretty so whatever he said to her, she thought about it. And she said, okay, I don't want to lose you. So I'll do as you say. So now... She's gonna start clapping and being the look lovely wife. Cool. Yeah. Okay, now she but she can't hold it. She can't hold it because mm. always in play. 
is the court of public opinion. Ah, see, this is what the masculine frame don't tell you. This is what the people who talk about masculine frame don't tell you. As long as they got Instagram, as long as they got Facebook, as long as they got friends, as long as they got people out in the public, as long as they have attention, Twitter, TikTok, and whatnot, you can't win with masculine frame. You can't win. She had to immediately do the damsel in distress to the neighbors. Immediately. And remember, the neighbors tried to stay out of it, but now they can't. So he's worth $400 million. He's worth, she worth zero, and the neighbors are worth zero, but now he's about to be public enemy number one. Yeah, public enemy number one. She ran right to the neighbors. Oh, he did this. He did that. Watch this. Watch it, watch it, watch it. We'll review it. And it's been, yeah, it's She's like, right all right, now. I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay, so you see what she's doing here? She's mocking him now. She's mocking him. So what she said was, Patrick told me, no resting bitch face. This is what she says if you read her lips here. Pretty cool. Yeah. He, uh, 40. So it, a person like this is a tattletale. A person like this cannot hold water. A person like this is going to have your business out. In these streets. This is what she's going to do. She's going to have your business out. You can't trust her, Patrick. She's going to have all your business out in these streets. And so she immediately, this is, I'm telling you, I've been telling you for a long time that this is manipulation 101, okay? She immediately turns and puts the business, he told you this in secret. He told you this to get in line and stay on this ride. But now you don't want to stay on the ride. Now you're going to tell my business, I'm worth $400 million. These people ain't worth shit next to me. And you out here? No, if you if you want me to replay the video, rewind the video. Don't tell me to just go backwards. Rewind this video, press J on your 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 keyboard and go back and see the full video. But no, she got your business out in the street like Delilah. She got your business out in the street like she's Delilah. This is what I'm talking about. This is a violation of epic proportion. So now what happens? She said Patrick told me she couldn't wait 3 seconds. Patrick told me no resting bitch face. Remember, that's what he said right here when he leaned in. Wait a minute, right here. Right here. Raiders and uh... He said, no resting bitch makes you bitch, <laughs> right? And then here she is. She said, okay, I'll be the doting wife. I'll play my role. I got one job. Cool. Yeah. The, uh, 40, 40. So now she's going to mock him to this other girl. Patrick told me no resting bitch face. She's going to get public. She's going to get the court of public opinion in. Now, is Patrick right for telling her no resting bitch face? Yeah. He's he's like, if you want to stay here, th this is what I need you to do. And now she's mocking him. She's basically saying, what do you want me to be like this? You want me to do like this? You want me to just be the smiling uh, uh, wife? Uh, Patrick knows, yes, I just want you to be the smiling wife. I just want you to be seen, not heard. I don't need you out here in these streets. I don't need you getting attention. I don't need you trying to do this and that. I don't need, this is what I need from you. You got one job. I don't need you to be Aisha Curry. I need you to do one thing and one thing only. Can you get it right? And she said, nope. She said, I can't do it right. Nope. 
I can't. I'm going to mock you. Now, she doesn't know the camera is on her. So they don't know that, that this particular interaction has been going out and people have been breaking this down. But now she's mocking him. And let me tell you, Patrick Mahomes is catching everything. His ears are burning. You can see they red right around here. He knows that she just ran and told the business out. But now he has to play it like, oh, I love you, baby. And I don't, you know, what is he going to say? What is he going to say? Yeah, I got to get rid of this broad. <laughs> right? He ain't going to say that. And so now she's mocking him. And now look at that. So this is behind his back. This is what she's going to do. Behind his back. Right here in the public, gentlemen and ladies. This is what she really believes about him and his masculine frame when he's looking this way. Whew. Now watch this. He did play one baseball game. Oh, it's a joke. It's a joke because this girl said something back. The girl you don't see off camera, the court of public opinion. Remember, I told you Patrick Mahomes was catching the whole thing when he was looking away. And look at what happened. He heard what this woman said back in response to her. And that made her laugh. And that made him look like this. Yep, he was like, okay, y'all don't respect me, I see. Y'all don't respect my pimping. Y'all don't respect my money. Y'all don't respect my status. Y'all don't respect my masculine frame. So now that this person, she's recruited another court of public opinion person that will defend her, he now looks like this. Here we go. Where's the womp, womp, womp? He looks like this. You see that? I'll play it all the way in this entirety so you can see it. See, he's shaking his head. He's like, all right, bit, all right, bit, all right. <laughs> all right, it's like that, huh? It's like that, huh? There goes your masculine frame. It's done. You you tried to check her. She don't want to be in check. She ran out there, told your business. In these streets. She recruited the public, court of public opinion. Now she has a defender. She feels like she's okay. She's relaxed. No more resting bitch face. She's going to rest in bitch face if you want. And then now you check. Now you want to check me when masculine frame doesn't work. Now, what should he do? He should get the hell up out of there. Let's go ahead and play it. Mahomes in the house and get the chance to watch this Texas Tech Red Raiders. And uh, I mean, the ovation he got as he came into the building and has been. Yeah, it's getting right now. It's pretty cool. Yeah, the uh, 40, 4,800 yards this year, 37 touchdowns. He did play one baseball game at Texas Tech. See, a lot can be taken from that clip. Now, of course, Patrick and them, they're denying it. Oh, nothing's wrong here. Everything's good. I love you, babe. Uh, people are weird, all this stuff. But this is going to make this is going to make or break your life, Patrick. This interaction right here, this type of stuff that I'm sure you're putting up with way too much, way too much to even focus on your own life and making $400 million. I don't know if you guys know, he's part owner of the Kansas City Royals. He's a baseball owner. He owns half a portion of a baseball team. He's a franchise quarterback. He's a Super Bowl winner. He got $400 million in the bank account, almost guaranteed. And guess what? This is what he got to put up with. If I got $400 million and I own parts of a baseball team, and I'm a franchise quarterback and I won the Super Bowl, and I brought this 
tumbleweed up from Lubbock, Texas, I can guarantee you I would not even deal two seconds with something like that. That girl I would be walking. That girl will be out the door, bags packed. I was worth $2 and I packed the bags up. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was worth $2 and I said I ain't putting up with it. You see what I mean? All right, so let's do all of this. Let's do the support uh, super chats. Yeah, that right there, man. Game over. Woo. Uh, shout out to, let's see who else is going on here on the Cash App. Shout out to XL Pro Services on the Cash App. And he says, uh, for the free agent and coach gang. And shout out to Brian Horsley in the building. He says, great show, coach. Thank you over there on the Cash App. And if you want to submit on Cash App, submit or, or on Cash App, which Brittany Mahomes, Brittany Matthews, should easily submit. But she chose the route of the Aisha Curry route. Um, there's the cash app. I was like, Emilio says, I was at that game. Rumors is she was upset that she didn't know it was a whiteout crowd. White, it was whiteout for the crowd in that they wore all red. She was nagging that ear off talking about how embarrassed she was. He needs the free agent for life. Okay, so I did see a post. Thank you, Emilio. He's in Lubbock, Texas. How's the tumbleweed down there? People in Lubbock, people love it. People in Lubbock are mad, man. We got more than tumbleweed. We are a big city. <laughs> uh, I know when I take on the city. Uh, should we should we add Lubbock, Texas to the cities that we diss? So what happened was there was the crowd. Um, there was a crowd called the Whiteout. Everybody wears white. So as you guys notice, they are pictured in all red, and um. And they didn't know it was a whiteout. And I think they even tweeted, next time, let us know it's a whiteout. So then they would have wore all white. All right, he would have let her buy a white coat. He would have wore a white shirt. But he's not in the whiteout uh, um, outfit. And so she was nagged. Oh, here it is. Here's the tweet. Here's the tweet. Next time, someone let us know about the whiteout. And so they're all in red. And she felt embarrassed. Listen, listen. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't share the screen. All right, so sorry. Let me let me repost that. Let me repost. So as you can see right here, this is on her. Uh, is this Instagram? Looks like an Instagram story. Um, on her Instagram, they're pictured in red, but the crowd is wearing all white T-shirts. Meaning it's a whiteout game, so everybody in the crowd appears white. So she's embarrassed. <laughs> she's in his ear because she's embarrassed. They didn't wear all white. Like, this is the biggest thing on her, bruh. This is what's on her mind. Man, would you sit your ass down? You think this is important? To her, this is the most important thing going on. And she's going to ruin his night because she didn't know, like, Patrick Mahomes is going, you think I'm worried about the whiteout, I got more things on my brain. I'm trying to get rid of Eric Bieniemy as a damn assistant coach. I hate him, okay? And you're talking about you should have told me. You should have told me it was a whiteout game. If you don't sit back, that's your job. Ladies, that's your job. If you're married to a guy like that, your job is to know it's a whiteout game. Just like it would be your job to remember everybody's birthday, remember everybody's Christmas presents. You remember everybody, and you put my name from Patrick and Brittany. Don't just say show up to a birthday party. Patrick forgot your birthday, but I bought you a gift. Mm. And you just put your name on it. See, he didn't even get you a gift. 
No, you remember my mom's birthday and you send her flowers. That's your job. And you put from Patrick and Brittany. That's your job. I got a bigger job, bro. And I'm not keeping track wherever there's a whiteout or not. That's your job. And if you forgot, don't blame me and don't try to save face. This is what people are crazy, man. People think it's my job to remember freaking that. I don't remember birthdays. No, I don't remember names. Every time I show up, you tell me what this person's name right before I introduce myself. Your job is to say, hey, Patrick, his name is John. John. Hey, hi, John. And then I look like a genius. You make me look good. Don't sit up in there. Pat C. Patrick never remembers your name. I remember it. See, these are this is the modern woman. They always got to show that they doing better. No, 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 no. If I'm a Patrick Mahomes, you make me look like a star. That's your job. Not to look like a star ahead of me. I mean, people don't get it. You're, you got one easy-ass job. And a lot of women will literally do this job right now better than you. So shout-out to Emilio with the info. Bob Dole is in the building. Shout-out to Bob Dole. He says, I'm a plain and ordinary man out here. And why is my stream lagging? All right, shout-out to Nick Broussard says, in the new CGA blue chip, Vlog three brothers were staring Martin Luther Lee on the pier until coach broke the ice. Um, I did. Did I see that? Oh, that was uh, when the dudes walked past me, huh? <laughs> All right, shout out to you on the CGA channel, the blue chip mindset channel. Go check it out. I'm putting new vlogs up. Uh, Kaylin Ferguson says, uh, though my Rams won the Super Bowl, I do fear that my quarterback for my quarterback, Matthew Stafford, his wife Kelly has had a couple of incidences this year, and she's gotten more attention. She survived a brain tumor, but she's not innocent. Wow, I did see her. She looks kind of fit. All right. She looks kind of like she's in the fitness. I did see her, but uh, again, she might be an example of, you know, because, um, you know, they have Instagram now. So if, she, if people see Matthew Stafford and then they see the wife, then the simps are going to be like, oh, who's the wife? And they're going to start following the wife, and she's going to get her followership up. And then she's going to want to start, start standing out. Right. And then every, she's going to, and then the, this happened to, this happened to the quarterback of the Jets, Zach Smith, I believe his name is. And his mom is a Utah Becky. And she came out in the draft. She, the Utah Becky mom came out in the draft. Is my stream freezing up? Am I good? Um, and so she came out in the draft and everybody was like, oh, she's a gorgeous mom. And then guess what? Now she's getting attention. And now she's trying to get out ahead of everybody. Oh, Zach Wilson is his name. Okay, Zach Wilson. So Zach Wilson's mom is do did the kind of the same thing, but I think she backed away a little bit. She backed Zach Wilson's mom. Stacy's mom. And if you see her, I'm looking like, y'all fall for anything. <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay, she all right. I mean, she looked like everybody mom in Newport Beach. I'm like, are you around that many ugly people? This is Zach, this is Zach Wilson's mom. Like, people be out here simping for any damn thing. I mean, she ain't ugly. Does she look like his mom? Yeah. I mean, to me. And everybody went nuts, and then she developed her own social media following. You know, everybody's like, oh, Zach Wilson's mom. I'm like, y'all fall for anything with hair, bro. Because <laughs> she got curly hair. What is it? Bro? Like, 
this man, this is a standard issue. I'm like, man, I could go to the soccer field right now and find 10 mamas that look just better than that, bro. But all she did was dye her hair blonde. <laughs> Come on, man. Look at I'm looking at this woman like, what? It's too many simps out in this world. They like Zach Wilson's mom. Like, what? Like, I'm like, I'm I'm confused, thoroughly confused as to why people be liking people they like. I'm like, she getting she getting pushed out here? What the hell? They're like, she looked like his sister. Anyway, MA is in the building. Shout out to you. Thank you, sir. NLX coach. I can't understand. I cannot. I think I got it right. He says the father's interview tells it all. Seems like mom was the same way the, this woman is. Wait, uh, whose father's interview? So they interviewed Patrick Mahomes' father, which he was an athlete, right? And so the mom was the same way. So, oh boy, huh? it's a, that's a mess. That's going to be a mess. All right, M. Lavo says these hopeless romantics in their 40s and 50s keep hitting me up. It's and it is annoying. They have been used and abused. I hit and run. Shout out to the free agent lifestyle right here. He says I hit and run. There ain't nothing like a hopeless romantic in her 40s. All right, I'm ready to be a wife. I want to get married again. I think marriage is possible. And that's you. Like who wants to marry someone mid 40s? They already been married once or twice, or they either been a baby mama, been married and divorced. And they're like, yeah, I think marriage is possible. I want to get married someday. What? And that's you. No, no, ma'am. Two Blunt Sports says when Jawan Howard gets fired for slapping other coach, the pro blacks will complain. The community is dead. He should be. I'm just going to let y'all know. Jawan Howard should be fired as a coach for what he did. Now, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see him get fired. I'm, I'm, I would be sad if he got fired. But as a precedent, Willie Hayes from Ohio State slapped up a player and got fired immediately. He should be fired. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You can't be a head coach and slap another head coach in the, in the shake line. He should be immediately fired. And everybody's going to come out, well, wait a minute. This is a little extreme. No, 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 no. You can't do that. I mean, you, can, you can't do that. You're fired, man. And I, I would be sad because I like Jawan Howard. I like what he's done at Michigan. I would be sad, but there's no hope. He he has to be fired. There's no, okay, we'll suspend you for the NCAA tournament. No, you got to be fired. You can't do that. I mean, you can't do that, man. You can't do that in front of your players. I don't know. You wait until the tunnel to do something like that. You can't do that on TV, bro. I mean, that is assault. That is assault. You can't commit a crime in front of 30,000 people. I, I don't want to see it, but I think the right thing for them to do is fire them because now what? Somebody says the other coach instigated. Okay, listen, as a man, as a man, we got to understand we can't resort to violence. Okay. Jawan Howard was mad that the dude called a timeout. You know how many people I wanted to beat up when I was getting my ass handed to me too? I wanted to beat up a whole bunch of people. I wanted to beat up a whole bunch of people. When I was getting my ass handed to me, but I did it. Here we go, everybody. But the, this coach got a DUI. <laughs> okay. Anybody punch 
somebody on TV. You're committing an assault. You committed a crime, an assault on television. And now here we go. But the white coach got a DUI. Okay, I know a whole bunch of coaches that got DUIs and kept their job. Those are two separate things. We're talking about fighting someone on a basketball court in front of your players. DUI is behind the scenes. A lot of coaches got DUIs. Black coaches, white coaches, and kept their job. We're talking about a punch or a slap. No, 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 no. You, you can't do that as a leader. You're supposed to lead young men, and then you're doing this. What, what is your What are your men? You got. You can't. You can't hit, man. You can't hit. You can argue. If you would have argued on them, if you would have done anything in retaliation, that that's fine. You, you can't hit though. He said they can't stay on topic. They oh well, this guy got a DUI and he no 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 no. You got to be fired, bro. There's no ends and buts. Somebody said the Wisconsin coach assaulted him first. Which one? The assistant coach. He should be fired then too. But you got fired for an assistant coach. Oh boy. He's not gonna get fired. They're not gonna fire him. But if they did, people will be upset, just like you see right now. Charles says, I sent the email to Freaky Joe. Freaky Joe. I love those barrettes in her hair, man. I tell you what. I'm looking at her. She looks like she's 19 years old sitting there with her, <laughs> like a little lady in a race car. He says, I sent the email to Freaky Joe about an autographed crack pipe. He never returned the email. Oh, shout out to Creepy Joe. Oh, man. Adria Paul, our residential Kansas City Chiefs fan. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. Let's see what you have to say. He says, Coach, it's not just his salary. He owns parts of the Royal and the soccer Kansas City team, not to mention all of his endorsements. So I did mention that. I know you already mentioned that ahead of me, but that's what I was saying. He's also an owner, and he's getting dissed like this. And I'm going to do a blue chip mindset series on my next one in which I try to tell you guys, most rich people, uh, most rich people, they move under the radar. And everybody toes the line. Every now and then, somebody might step out of line, but they will get called back. Most rich people you know don't look rich. But you guys expect rich people to look rich. But rich people, wealthy people, don't look wealthy. They don't come outside looking wealthy. And they realize the importance. And not only that, the people around him realize the importance of his wealth, of his status. You're here because of me. And this fool has got this balk chicken head wife dissing him in the front row about a whiteout game. <laughs> but you, and you guys accept it. As men, you guys accept stuff like this. Unbelievable. Ed says, just watch that classic throwback. And I must say, this situation stinks of Jazzy and L spirit. Yes, yeah, she paints her face and wears a queen's garment. You know the rest. Shout out to CGA in the year 2042, 100%. All right, the Jazzabelle spirit. The Jazzabelle spirit is real. She, and she wants to adorn herself in whiteout clothing. And she's going to disrespect the guy like that. All right, Vichy says Patrick Mahomes is a goofy. <laughs> oh, no. I blame it on his Lubbock up, upbringing. You know, he's a small town boy. He don't know any different now. He should know. But this is what happens when you bring people up. This would be an example of bringing up people in your community when it backfires. I think the only person that has been successful bringing up people from his community is 
LeBron James. He's been successful. He brought his hood boys up and he made them somebodies, right? But everybody else has been mass and only time will tell if that works out for him. He seems to keep a low profile, so I think he's good. He's pretty focused. But everybody else that has brought their brothers up and helped them has been a massive failure. And this is an example of bringing country comes to town. Country comes to town. He bringing these country-ass Lubbock, Texas people up into higher profile, and she's acting Lubbock, Texas. Jay-Z, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jay-Z did cut off <laughs> a couple other people. He had to cut off some of his brothers. But he's bringing country come to town, and they're acting like Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He needs to cut the Beverly Hillbillies off. All right, shout out to and so community people. It ain't just like um, it ain't just like um, I'm going in on you. This happens to the Beverly Hillbillies too. He bringing these hillbillies up, and she can't act right. Mm. No, no, leave they ass back there in in, in, in the hills. She's a hillbilly. <laughs> all right, send her ass back to Lubbock, back there somewhere watching tumbleweed all night, and she'll get it. She'll get it when it's too late. All right, uh, the coach, the scout says the coach became a member. MJ talks the Tommy situation was eye-opening. I saw too many ninjas defending this pro-stitute that brags about being flown to doo-doo Dubai. He says we need to support male spaces to stick together. We are quick to revert back to blue pill mode for sure. All right, um, we're quick to revert back. And, you know, we start saving. This is our natural, this is called conditioning, by the way. You're conditioned to do this. Uh, Kaylin Ferguson says, I would say that the only sports wife who earned her attention the right way is the modern day is Vanessa Bryant. She didn't try to outshine Kobe, but after Kobe lost his life, she filled his place properly and still represents him. Yeah, as far as I know, she's not out there ahead trying to get ahead of the game. Uh, and Sierra's, Sierra's the situation, too, is kind of a, would be different. If Sierra did this, you don't even see Sierra doing this, honestly. Um, but Sierra had a profile before Russell Wilson. So if Sierra happened to do this, we would basically be like, oh, look at Russell's losing control. But she already had attention coming in, right? She already was a name. And as a matter of fact, I saw them yesterday. I was watching a women's basketball game and they were in the crowd. I can't remember what game it was. Stanford. It was Stanford, Oregon. And they were in the crowd and it said Russell Wilson and Russell Wilson's wife. <laughs> That's basically what they said. All right, it's but it put her name Sierra. Now, Sierra's ahead, but she was ahead coming in. But Vanessa Bryant never tried to outshine Kobe, right? Because she was nobody before Kobe. So just same as this woman, she's nobody. Uh Rodrigo De Silva holding masculine frame always has an expiration date nowadays, even if you're a high value man. As a matter of fact, the fall is even worse. Yeah, there's no such thing as masculine frame and it being permanent. And again, the idea of holding masculine frame is something that you're going to constantly have to repeat, right? Because she's going to always get out of step. She's going to always check how much leash she has. She's always going to test her limits. And you're always going to have to come back and do masculine frame. That's the one thing I don't like about the idea of the masculine frame is when people sell it, they're saying you always have to do this, right? You always have to bring her back. You always have to. No, 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 I ain't got no time for all that. 
All right. I ain't got no time for all that manipulation. All right. So um, I'm, I'm manipulation free. Shout out to. Shout out to we're going to pronounce this. Grenade Darian. Grenade Darian says this breakdown was masterful. The headaches are only going to intensify for Patrick as long as she's around. This is going to get worse and worse. And what's going to get worse and worse is that physically. She's not going to look like this. I mean, you know, just to be honest, if I were to be fair, to be fair, if you caught her as you were turning her head, your head, say you were turning your head and you saw this woman out the corner of your eye, you probably would think she's beautiful until you gazed in on her. Until you honed into her like this, until you got your focus in on her, and then you would start to see some flaws, right? Then you would be like, well, you know, she tends to have the problem, you know, as fair-haired people have. The problems they have is they don't have eyebrows and eyelashes, right? You know, fair-haired people have that, so they have to overly paint those areas up, right? Then you start going to the fatal breakdown, which men do because we're visual creatures, I know women don't like that. Well, she just judge. Maybe she's smart. We know she ain't smart. We, we know smart ain't coming with this package. All right. She ain't intelligent. She's not a mastermind, a mathematician. She's not a business strategist. She's not a she's not a public. Well, what do you call them? She's not a publicist. She she's she's offering nothing but the beauty. But we know in due time, that's all going away. I mean, that, I mean, just looking here, she ain't got much time left on the clock. I mean, you know, the, 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 the clock will strike midnight at very relatively soon here. <laughs> okay. So out the corner of your eye, out the corner of your eye, you would see her and you would be like, oh, look at, there's a blonde Becky. Oh, she must be. And then you will really gaze in and go, well, she ain't all that. You know what I mean? It depends on where you're from. It depends on where you're from. But, oh, who made this? Oh, y'all need to stop. Y'all need to stop. Whoever did this, man, I can't stand the internet sometimes. <laughs> I can't stand. So in that, she knows she's on borrowed time. She's going to be average in about 10 years, and these antics are going to be out of the window. He's going to want to not put up with these antics. And there was a girl that called her out. Uh, the woman calls out Brittany. What's her name? Brittany. Brittany. Uh, Brittany. What's the hell's her name? Is that's how unimportant she is? Her name. Her name is Brittany Matthews. That's what it is. Matthews. Um. Let me see here. <clears throat> Because now the scuttlebutt is that he's saying that he wants to ban them from games. Where's the girl that came out? There was a model that came out dissing Brittany uh, Matthews, but and she was a uh, better looking than Brittany Matthews, right? And she's trying to step, she's trying to stand in line, like, hey, if Brittany don't start acting right, I'll I'll do it. I'll do that job. How many women would do that job? All right. Charlie Brown says, if you have finances, then don't get a fiance hashtag free agent lifestyle. 
Yeah, he kind of riding with her now. He got money. I got money. Oh, her name is Paige. Yeah, that's what it is. Paige Speronic. We're going to look her up. Paige. There it is right here. Let's see who she is. I don't know who she is. Oh, yeah, she's a golfing girl here. So she's going like this. This is the girl right here. So this girl called out uh, Patrick Mahomes' um, fiance. And as you can see right here, she like, oh, she don't want to do the job? I know exactly what to do. Now, she's an apex predator, to be honest. But she played her role, too. And she said, I ain't going to age as bad because I know how to get fillers and all. I know how to, I know what doctor to see, <laughs> right? So <clears throat> Patrick Mahomes' wife, she ain't trying to do all that. Here we go right here. Let's see where she called her out. Let's see exactly what she said. Oh, Patrick Sporanak rips NFL star Patrick Mahomes and his fiance. What did she say? She said she uh, she said right here, Patrick Mahomes is down bad. Imagine losing today and then having to go home to Jason and Brittany making TikToks. So this woman right here, <laughs> she said, it's just a different stance. She said, I'll get in. I'll play quiet. This is what she's saying. You know, it's going to be otherwise. So you got women out here getting lined up and they waiting for Brittany to fall. <laughs> she played golf. Now, she knows the doctors to see. She knows where to get all the fat and the injections to all that stuff. But women are doing business, man. They're like, look, you ain't going to act right. Somebody needs to start acting right and wipe me the hell up. That's what she said. She said this right here. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right and wipe me the fuck up. Yeah. Revy Bennett, and she is a five at best if he is going to get lip. At least it should be from an eight or a nine. I know I it would be difficult for me to take lip back from, from that person right there. I'm like, I'm not taking lip back from you, ma'am. <laughs> but Paige Baranic is an apex predator. I would be I would be leery of that too. All right. Um, she just armed candy for a temporary moment. She's gonna stab you in the back faster than Brittany. Shaquille, she is supposed to add that one percent to his ninety-nine percent. So he can have that edge in his peak performance years. Beautifully said. Like he shouldn't have anything to worry about. Ladies, and there's some ladies in here that disagree. Well, what's wrong? What's wrong with this? Well, she can have her own life. Yes, you can. You can have it and you can be right by yourself. All right. You ain't going to do this up under my thing. You can't be a distraction to me. She need to make sure he got everybody that he needs to hire she don't have to make no eggs but she needs to make sure there's somebody in there making his eggs hey it, it, you got you got his eggs i got his back hey make sure this and that don't do this don't do that make sure you don't distract his ass he's taking a nap no tiktoks being recorded while he's taking a nap don't make a tiktok as long as he's in the building if he's in this room if he's in this house there's no tiktoks to be made we're gonna make a tiktok room over here so we don't stress this dude out. 
they literally sitting there trying to get him into TikToks. He like, man, would you get this ish? I don't want to be in any TikToks. I'm worth $400 million. <laughs> Why do I? You need to do TikTok. No, I don't. I'm set. <laughs> All right. All I need to do is sling this football. All I need to do is sling this football, bruh. I don't need to do else. I already own the damn. I only own uh, how much of the Royals did he own? Let me see here. Let me see here. Owns the Denver Broncos. <laughs> oh, Denver Broncos. Let's give them a. It says, look, shout out to the Denver Broncos fans. I hate the Broncos. So I put Patrick Mahone owns, and they said the Denver Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> Game over. All he needs to do is slang footballs. Let me see here. Kansas City Royals. Let's see what his ownership is. He takes ownership stake. This is what's wrong with you ninjas out here. Do you think this this brother? Do you think this brother? Needs to be on TikTok. Do you need? Do you think he needs Britney? Do you think he needs to take lip from a Britney? No, no, no. He don't own no Raiders. No, no. Listen, no, no, no. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. We're not going to. Look, wait. We're not. We're not going to do that. Don't even start. See, I know y'all. I know y'all. See, y'all want to be mad at me. Look, don't let me put up the statistics. We beat Kansas City every year, except for this year. We beat them. When the last time Denver beat them? Oh, see y'all. See, I see what y'all doing. Y'all trying to? Yeah. No, 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 no. We beat them. Oh, see. Hold on. <laughs> we beat them. We split with them. Y'all messing with me now? Okay, here we go. All right, so anyway, man, it is what it is. We ain't going to win nothing as long as he's there. But look, I'm going to ask you average ham and eggers, you knuckle draggers out here. I'm going to ask y'all. This brother, he said, don't lose masculine fame. <laughs> um, Patrick Mahomes owns part of the Kansas City Royals. And he's arguing with his girlfriend at a basketball game. Think about this. I want y'all to think about this. This is why, how silly you guys are. Well, why are y'all worried about it? This dude is big time. He's not like one of you, and he's not like any of your other average quarterbacks that are out here. This dude is rich, and he's going to be rich for 50 years until she divorces, grapes him the kingdom come. She gonna do what masculine frame? Okay, when was the last time you seen a baseball owner? <laughs> when was the last time you seen a baseball owner fight with his wife? Except when that dude, the, uh, the Philadelphia GM, fought with his girlfriend. All right, he shouldn't even be dealing with any of this goofiness that he's dealing with. His brother or his wife. This dude owns a baseball team, not all of it, and he's twenty four years old at the time written. So he's twenty six. He won a Super Bowl. 
He owns the minority owner. That means he's not a majority owner of the Kansas City Royals. And this goof, this goofball is here clowning him. Mahomes in the house and get the chance to watch his Texas Tech Red Raiders. And uh, I mean, the ovation he got as he came into the building and has been, yeah, it's getting right now is pretty cool. Yeah, the uh, 4,800 yards this year, 37 touchdowns. He did play one baseball game at Texas Tech. Now, you might think that's a big deal, but if I'm Patrick Mahomes, I got to cut her. You got the now. You got to go. You got to go. You ain't ready. You ain't ready to ride with me. He says knuckle dragger sound like a bit borderline monster. You ain't ready. You ain't ready. To, you're not ready to ride this rocket ship because we're just getting started. He's gonna get another four hundred million dollars. He's gonna get another. He's gonna get a bigger stake in the ownership. You ain't ready. And so, if you're a woman in this age group, you ain't ready. All right, he needs to just be single for as long as he can, and then he can run back and get a Brittany Matthews that's trained uh, exactly how he needs a, the trainer. He needs to cut her off. That's just the bottom line. He needs to cut her off. All right, so anyway, let's continue with these Super Chats. Crazy, man. And I love that. Shaq, I'm going to repeat it. She is supposed to add that 1% to his 99% so he can have that edge in his peak performance years. He's literally at the top. He should have been have two Super Bowl wins, if not three. I mean, he's he should have been to the Super Bowl this year. Uh, Charlie Jones says, after you give them a title, they get entitled. Yep, she thinks, oh, I'm supposed to. Oh, he wants me to do this. He wants me to not have rest of it. Yeah, whatever I say that I don't want you to have, you should be following it, period. And the minute you don't want to follow it, cutting you off. It should not even be any question, but of course he has to defend her. I don't know why, dude. He's gonna he's gonna lose a lot. How much would it cost? How much is it gonna cost him to cut her off? Cause it's coming, guys. You, you can't tell me it ain't coming. Yeah, she's a bully, and she wants to bully everybody. See, what she wants to do is this is what she said in a um, this is what she said on a tweet. Or remember, I was reading the article where his says here. They're the parents of an 11-month-old. Oh, she's a fitness trainer. And she co- Oh, wait a minute. Matthews has been dating Mahomes, a fitness trainer. Oh, wait a minute. Mahomes has been dating Matthew, a fitness trainer and co-owner of the Kansas City current soccer club. How is she the co-owner of the Kansas City soccer club? How is she the co-owner? Somebody tell me how. She's not from Kansas City. She's from Lubbock, Texas. How is she the co-owner of the Kansas City? I can tell you one reason how. He bought that ownership stake in his in her name. Or she put a little bit of his money on there as her money. She was a fitness trainer, bruh. And she didn't come from no money. <sighs> There's a clip here that I wanted to say here you go right here. Where did I see? This is her right here. She said something like, um, these people want, I guess she she said something like, I'm trying to paraphrase it. Like she was like, why do people feel like they, um, like they need to tell me how to be or I, I, why can't I just act like the way I want to act? It was something like that, okay? 
Well, you're the one putting it out on TikTok. You're the one broadcasting it. You have control over it. If you don't want people to judge you, don't do it. Number one. Number two, you're in the position of people can judge you because you're um, you're a famous person. Most people that have been famous have realized if they don't want this type of ridicule, don't put yourself out on front street. Even I know that. I'm putting myself out on front street, so I get ridiculed back. But if you don't want people talking about you, be quiet. I mean, it's pretty simple. But um, you can't tell them the entitlement is crazy. You get she's yeah, she's been given a title. Uh, free speech champ Susan uh, W says there's only two sounds that XXs make either bock or gawk. He says, hold free agent frame and get that gawk instead of the bock. Bock. Crazy man. She's going to be, ooh, she's going to be a mess in a couple years. Abbott Hiker says, Patrick needs an executive wife with a uh, 1099 salary, not someone who wants to compete for attention. Man should approach relationships as a business. Yep. He needs to, he needs a paid, he needs a paid wife. In this case, the situation, again, here comes the pay argument again. Here comes the pay argument. Because we talk about this all the time. Um, He needs to pay somebody to be his wife. <laughs> I know people don't want to. <laughs> because she wants to be a traditional wife and be out here in these streets, right? In the, Street. in the social media streets. And I've been reading this article because it came up on one of the streams I'm gonna, I was researching. And then here, the secret truth about executive uh, spouses. He needs an executive spouse. Okay. He needs an executive spouse. It says right here, um, executive spouses here. Because somebody was asking what it's like to be an executive spouse. And um, right here, they're, they're giving... They're giving ideas of how to be an executive spouse for people who want to date CEOs. And I was reading an article here, and it said uh, right here, what is it like uh, to be a spouse of a CEO of a big corporation? So for all intents and purposes, uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes is a CEO. He's a CEO. I mean, he makes more than what CEOs make. He's an executive. He He owns a baseball team, part ownership. He's probably on board's of uh, directors. He's got sponsorships. He's a CEO. He's the face of the franchise. He should not be dealing with straggle daggles and bumpkins and hillbillies. He should not be getting berated for not knowing it was a whiteout. You see what I mean? He needs an executive wife. He doesn't need a ride or die. He doesn't need one. He needs to pay a pay a woman. You're the wife. Know your role. Well, what about love? If you're a CEO, if you're a board of directors, you don't have time for love. You don't. You've abstained from the love contract. You don't have time for that. You don't have time for love. Love is not an option. You already rich behind means. You can't trust anybody. Forget it. There's no right or not, nothing. Just go ahead and pay somebody and go out there and pay. But no. Mm -hmm. Young guy's got to find out the hard way. Yeah, the executive wife would have known about the whiteout. Because your job all day, ladies, this will be your job. And you got one job. You wake up in the morning. 
This is what you do. You get your book, executive wife, are very detailed. She wake up in the morning, not making TikToks. Okay, let's see here. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go by. Okay, there's a whiteout. There's a game here. They're playing the number one team, ranked team. Baylor's coming to town. She already got it on her calendar. It's a whiteout game. So I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to get Patrick's whiteout outfit. And then I'm going to go get my outfit. And then when Patrick comes home from his workout, when he comes home from his board meeting, when he comes home from his Zoom call, when he comes home from his golf appointment, I'm going to tell him tonight, I put on the calendar that we're going to the Baylor game tonight and it's a whiteout game. It will be laid out. <laughs> this is too much for her. She having a, she done made three TikToks. Oh, and, oh, there's a game tonight. He had to tell her it was a game tonight. She too busy making TikToks and being a personal trainer. She too busy trying to get attention to even realize the importance of anything. She's too young. Yeah, he needs an executive wife. Because what he got is a kid. He's got a hillbilly. All right. He cannot afford a hillbilly. She need to be side piece. All right. But a lot of people don't understand this. And a lot of people that are executive minded. I'm an executive minded person. Love is not in the air anymore. I mean, I don't have time for it. I don't have time for it. I don't have time for people. But I want to see you. And I want to hang out an extra night. I, I don't have time for this, ma'am. I don't have time. I got stuff to do. Well, why you got to make a silly YouTube video? You know what? This is my job. <laughs> I know you don't think you don't respect it. All you do is throw footballs around. Don't think you're so important, mister. This is what they'll do to you. He'll literally, they'll literally tell you you're not as, as important as you think. All you do is evade 250-pound linebackers. All you do is throw footballs around. It's off-season. Why you have to be so serious? Bruh. They will literally live off of your uh, uh, resources that you do and then demean it. Put it down. Well, it's only YouTube videos. I mean, it's not like you cannot take a day off. Can't you take one day off? <laughs> they literally will demean what you do, but still want to live off the resources of what you produce. Well, why, why do we have less money in this month? Well, because I took three days off. Well, wow, goodness. Three days off, that seems like a big deal. You better get to work. It's not like it's that hard. I can go out there and throw the football around myself. It's not like it's that hard. I can make YouTube video, but you're going to do the background stuff? No, I don't want to do all that stuff. Somebody else can do it. Why don't you hire somebody to do all this? You got one job. One job, ma'am. Keep track of my life. I am the one. All right. Somebody just said he needs an executive assistant. Wife. An exec he doesn't need a wife. He does not need a wife. There's no emotions in this game, guys. People want to bring emotions. I, I could tell you guys are single mother raised. There's no emotions in this, man. There's one job. Let's keep this wallet and bank account full. Somebody says, I'll do it. There's a lot of women that would do that one job and you on payroll. Rodrigo De Silva, coach, do an eight minute workout video. Wait a minute. Do eight minute workout videos work to lose weight? I want to get a smaller body to fat ratio. I'm exercising with them two days, two times a day. Uh, I don't know. 
eight minute workout videos work for people who are in shape. <laughs> then you need another probably five, eight minutes. Uh, let's see here. Rare Cuisine Gaming, the womanism that you're expecting plus the struggle to get peace leave literally means the masculine frame don't work for you to say. The masculine frame don't work for you to say. Jimmy ZTT, the man's worth $400 million and you worried over the color white in his social media clout. The 304 mindset is like a melting box of chocolates. In her hand is a lottery ticket in which there's about 400,000, 400 million more month dollars on the table. Like they're literally talking about billionaire status. Same thing as Steph Curry. But she's coming down to the mindset of the minions, the knuckle draggers, the mouth breathers, the ham and eggers. And she wants to do what the ham and eggers do. <laughs> Goodness. His contract. Patrick Mahomes' contract is in, incentive heavy, they say. Which I'm sure if he misses the playoffs, it's going to be uh, whatever, whatever, right? All right, take a look at this, ladies and gentlemen. Let's take a look. For you people that are, what about love? Hey, man, as soon as I take this contract, I don't want no more love. All right, I don't care about love. I don't care about commitment, all of that stuff. I got one job. I don't know if you guys can see this very well. Let's make it a little larger. This is the contract right here. Uh, am I reading that right? Okay. Um, per year, 2020, $10 million. Base salary, total cash, $10 million. No signing bonus. Uh, 2021, $22 million. Uh, Wow, look at this. God dang, look at how it escalates, man. Uh, most of it here, you see the base salary, right? And so if he's added to the roster, meaning that he's got to stay healthy, he has to stay in his right mind, he gets a lot of incentives here. So it's this is the guaranteed money, I would assume. And as he goes down through the years, it gets better and better for him, right? Um, all he has to do is stay healthy. He got one job. Ladies, per year, he could collect $29 million, 20, I mean, $40 million, $37 million, $41 million, $41 million. It's a cost of living rage, inflation rage right here. 59 million in 2027. 40 million, 40 million, 50 million, 52 million. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> Guys, the rules of you blue pilled matrix living people do not apply to this guy. The loyalty does not, there's nobody loyal anymore. I'm not loyal to anybody, nobody. Nope, no, 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 no. No hillbillies, no love, no cherish, no, no. The rules don't apply to me anymore. I'm not in the blue pill matrix anymore. The rules don't apply. Shit, I I make like 0.001% of that, and I'm like, the rules don't apply to me. <laughs> I'm not simping. Love? What? Oh, no, no. Everything is a business contract. I would have her ass so tight. That's probably why they're not married, because he's trying to get her. He's trying to get her on a business contract. It looks like a bad contract to me. Somebody said, I heard it's a bad contract. It looks terrible to me. I mean, just look at it. Because what he has to do is, here's his base salary, 1.5, 5.5 million. And you guys know how the NFL works. If you get injured uh, many times, if you get cut, 
uh, you don't perform, you get traded, you want to get traded out, like you're untradeable with this contract potentially. Maybe not. But you have to perform. You have to hit them playoff strides. You have to hit them pro bowl strides. You got to hit the playoffs. You got to get the Super Bowl. You got these bonuses, very bonus-laden contract here. But you have to be on a roster. So he's here in 2022, right? He got to hit these strides, man. He got to hit these marks. So he cannot deal with straggle daggles. For the next five years, all he has to do is not deal with this BS. And by the way, he lives in Lubbock, Texas. So that, that money goes a long way. $5 million. So at any point, if he twists the ankle, you know what I'm saying? If he ruptures the Achilles, if he blows a knee out, he loses a hell of a lot of money. But if he deals with BS, Brock, he's going to get not focused and he's going to lose that money. All right. So he needs to, she needs to back up. All right. DG Seymour says Mahomes needs to follow Derek Jeter and Reggie Jackson playbook. No marriage while active as a player. That's true. Derek Jeter did that, and he's got a wife now. I think he did end up getting married, but not at the peak contract. No, this is what I would tell you guys. NFL, bring me in. NBA, bring me in. NHL, bring me in. All right, Major League Baseball, bring me in. A lot of those Dodgers end up getting married. A lot of those Dodgers end up getting married. Um, and um, right when they won the World Series. Okay, yeah, he has to pay taxes in every state that he plays in. Right, but they only play, they're not like the NBA. The NFL only plays eight games away, right? The NBA plays potentially 40 games away. So every time they play in another city and state, they got to pay city and state taxes there. It's ugly. All right. <clears throat> so he he's a corporation, but he's a walking corporation. That man is a walking corporation, right? <laughs> Plus endorsements. That don't even include his endorsement deals. Because he's on State Farm, if I'm not mistaken. He's on State Farm. So he's getting millions of that. Bruh, this girl, this dude's a walking CEO. I want you to think about this. Think about this. And this is where people got to get their mind right. Patrick Mahomes literally is a walking billboard, a walking financial company by himself. And you know what he's doing on his off days during the offseason? He's arguing with his girlfriend about her acting proper and not bitching in his ear. I want you to think about this. Oh, head and shoulders too. Yeah, like Jay-Z said, I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. This dude's a walking business. And he's gone, he's gone bark, bark. And she's dissing him. And what? Mahomes in the house and getting the chance to watch his Texas Tech Red Raiders. And uh, I mean, the ovation he got as he came into the building and has been, yeah, it's getting right now. It's pretty cool. Yeah. He, uh, 40, 4,800 yards this year, 37 touchdowns. He did play one baseball game at Texas Tech. I want you guys to think of yourself. This is the whole free agent lifestyle. I want you to think of yourself. You're, you're a walking business too. If you make 100 grand a year, you make more than 90% of people in America, which is one of the richest nations, according to the fiat dollar, 
there is in the world. So you're richer than 96% of people worldwide when you make $100,000 a year. Okay, that's that's the bar. 100 grand, you're richer than 96% of people in the world. You're a walking business. You are the elite. At 100K, you're elite. And I know some of you guys think you're broke when you make 100K because many of you guys are making 100K in a very tight marketplace like a blue city. But you rich. You rich behind, beyond anybody's wildest imagination. Now, now, let's say you made 100K over five years. That means you made a half a million dollars. You're rich. <laughs> You're richer than people even think because you can do things that they cannot do, that the average person cannot do. So. I want you to keep that in mind, that you're in the elite category, even though if you live in New York and California. Okay, now, let's keep that in mind. What they want you to do, the 96% of people below you, the 90% of people in America who are knuckle draggers, clock punchers, 401kers, corporate drones and select. These people want you to behave and be plugged in like they're plugged in. I just want you to think about that for one second. What they want you to do is take your wealth and act and operate and function like them. I want you to think about that because there's some people out here. I make $35,000 a year. He should be in love. That's his ride or die. He should ride away to the top. And she, he, they ain't even sniffing $400 million in their entire lifetime. You can't do that, guys. I'm just saying you can't operate like that. You're a business. You're elite. You're in a wealth class. You're achieving things that they can't even be possible ever a dream of. You can walk in. You can walk to any store and buy something for $100 and not even sweat it. You can be like, all right, I'll buy that 100 bucks. Most people can't do that. They literally got to think, mm, this is $100. Mm. Listen, I'm not making fun of you. I've been there many, 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 many years. They got to think, plot, plan, budget sacrifice risk playing a light bill they walk into foot locker i really want these shoes but hmm, i have to eat top ramen for at least three days out of this month when you make 100k you never have to think about that because you're a business you can't think like them but they want you to think like them it can't be done and so when you are approaching elite or you want the elite mindset, you want the blue chip mindset, you want the money mindset, you also have to give up what the ham and eggers cling to. Fantasy, faith, loyalty, romance. You know why they cling to it? Because they have nothing else to cling to. I'm sorry to say. They have nothing else 
They're not a business. They're not business-minded. They love getting stripped of 45% of their income. They love punching the clock. They love going home at 5 o'clock and leaving work on the day, on the table. They love it. They love never going on vacation. They love going on one vacation every five years. They love eating out and, and, and risking. They love risking their monthly budget. They love it. You... <laughs> You cannot think like them. They love romance. They love faith and fantasy. They love loyalty. Why? They have to clean the stuff like that. You don't. Because <laughs> you're elite. You can hire them. They love cleaning their own house. <laughs> they love putting on gospel music and R&B music and then and cleaning their house up and wiping off the the mini blinds. They love it. They love fantasy. They love going to the movie dates. They love arguing with their women. You're ham and eggers. You're knuckle draggers. Yes, you love doing that. Mouth breathers. Clock punchers. <laughs> you can't love that because it means zero to you. It, it doesn't, there's, there's zero return to you with stuff like that. They love being a power couple. They love saying, I make 80,000, you make 70,000, let's combine it and we make 150. Okay, they love stuff like that. Meanwhile, they dealing with stress, arguments, fights. They dealing with a couple of sexless marriages. They dealing with kids that don't respect them. They never raise their kids. They send their kids to day camp, daycare, summer camp. Oh, they, they love doing that stuff. <laughs> if you're a business man you can't love any of that that it returns nothing to you what does it return somebody explain all right let's get on to these super chats robert moreno dang cga getting all riled up over Mahomes' mistakes the passion is real i'm not getting riled up this is a teaching moment for you i'm here to teach i'm not riled up this means nothing to me it means nothing to me he loses his money. So what? What I'm telling you is you can't approach it this way. I want you to buy to be business minded. I would hate to see, and I'm going to just tell you, I'm going to just tell you, because this is what ninjas put up with. When was the last time that you seen a man worth $400 million arguing with a worthless woman. I'm going to just put it up here. I'm going to ask the question. Only ninjas do this. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Do you see? That, let's do this. Well, remember somebody wanted to bring. Why, did, why does when a black man make a mistake, they have to bring in white people? When was the last time you seen a white person worth $400 million arguing with his wife at the front row of the Laker game? Jay-Z. Jay-Z, again, ninja. He let Solange punch him all up in the elevator. Why do y'all accept this? I've never seen anything like this. I mean, it's always ninjas that will let stuff like this. Well, you know, well. Men were $400 million. Let me pull it up, and then let me ever see them arguing with anybody in public. Anybody. One person. 
Ninjas always accept this stuff. You always, Why do you guys always accept this behavior? Okay, yeah, somebody name an NFL quarterback. That's not a ninja. When was he ever duking it out with his wife? An NFL quarterback, a starting one. And not only a starting one, an elite one. Never, never, never. I've never seen it. Never, never said. You know when I see it? Ninjas. Kanye West. Jay-Z. Patrick Mahomes. You don't even have to be full ninja. This is not normal. Toxic relationships are not normal. This woman should literally be sitting there smiling and clapping, not yik-yakking and bark, 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 bark to her girlfriend, which he probably paid tickets to get to that to them seats. You ain't never heard of it. It's unheardable. Steph Curry got a toxic relationship. Ray Rice beating up his girlfriend in the elevator. I'm, I'm, I'm floored at the amount of men who accept this stuff and just brush this off. Oh, well, eh. Do you realize, guys, that if you make, if you make it, let me go back to 100K. You're elite. You're rich. You shouldn't hear another person's mouth. You shouldn't even, they shouldn't even part their lips in disrespect to you, literally, like metaphorically. They shouldn't even part their lips with anything sideways. They shouldn't even smirk. But but what she did was all out assault and disrespect. <laughs> Watch this. Look at this. Look at this at the end. This is <laughs> where's Patrick's lip. You guys think <laughs> you guys think this is normal. This is what's sad about men today. You guys think this is normal to have, yo, bro, I don't know what y'all. <sighs> wow. And so the women are like, we should be able to do what you want. Yes, you can do it on your own dime, in your own time. You ain't going to do it on, you're not going to do it living up under my roof. I'm just letting you know that right now. It ain't going to happen. Not You got one time. If I had to remind your ass twice, you're going to be living in a hovel in Lubbock, Texas. You're going to be sent back to the hills of Lubbock, Texas, which I can't believe there could be a hill because there's tumbleweed everywhere. Wherever the one hill that you came from, Hillbilly, that's where you will be. End of story. I won't, there's no argument. There's no understand. And so I want you guys, as you're progressing and you're leveling up to understand this. You're, toxic people are gone from your life. You can literally buy toxic people out of your life. That's why I work so hard. I work so hard so I don't have to deal with toxic people. I don't have to deal with you no more. It ain't even a conversation. What? I'm sorry. Oh, ma'am, that's okay. Marching on. Conversation corner. Do you think she may be the reason for his shortcoming in big games recently? Makes you wonder, coach. Cut that ass off. Um, see, as his star is rising and he's now declining, she still thinks his star is up. Well, Patrick Mahomes, your time is running out. You underperformed this year. Your team started off slow out of the blocks. You caught some momentum. And now you're allegedly beefing with Eric B enemy. This is all alleged. And you should have been in the Super Bowl and you did not show up. 
All right. The, the Cincinnati Bengal game after halftime was a disaster for you. You were at home. You should have won. You should have been in the third Super Bowl in as many years. You came up short, sir. So um, you don't know what's going to happen here. J uh, Josh Allen is coming up. The Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow is coming up. You never know, man. Don't think you're going to just be on top of the game because you can beat up on everybody in the AFC West. Oh, uh, the Chargers quarterback is coming up. Okay, the Chargers are not gonna is gonna be a, a problem here. All right, and then hopefully the Raiders too. <laughs> so nothing stable. You got Joe Burrow to deal with, Josh Allen to deal with. You got the Chargers quarterback to deal with. Yeah, Herbert. Somebody said the Colts. Come on, man. You need to get focused. Ain't no guarantees no more. You about to fumble the bag. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, Justin Herbert. Tennessee Titans. If Tennessee managed to get a quarterback, which, I mean, Tennessee Titans are good in that, in that conference. What did the Colts got? Man, the Colts. Anything could happen, man. So just you need to be on your on your grind at this particular point. Lamar Jackson, you never know what the hell he's gonna do. I can't tell what he wanna do. He wanna look like a a, a miracle one play and then look like a complete jackass the next play. 30 yard sack. Like, what are you doing out there, Lamar? I couldn't have him as my quarterback. I can't, he's too crazy for me. Uh anyway. Yeah, conversation corner, man. I think, you know, as much as he's been growing, their star's been growing, and it's bad. Robert Moreno, the Donald got rid of Ivanka because she was trying to get all the attention. Know your place, wives. Know your place, man. Ladies, you can't be this woman. In these streets. And be married to me, uh, married to Patrick Mahomes. You can't be. You literally got to find a way to play your to do one job and you better do it well. I'm telling you, the job that you're gonna sign up for, you gotta be an all-star at this job. Again, if you're just joining me, and what what ninjas and hillbillies don't understand is that the men that came before them, you never heard hide nor hair from their wives. You never seen hide nor hair. As they used to say, you never seen hide nor hair of their wives. I love that from the country days. And you know what that means? You ain't seen they butt and you ain't seen the top of their head. You ain't seen hide nor hair of their wife. I love them old country sayings because they actually mean stuff. <laughs> the men that came before them. You ain't seen hide nor hair of they wives. You ain't heard a peep. You didn't hear Nathan, as they say in the hood. But they can't do it. I ain't seen or heard Nathan. And when I show up, you clapping and applauding. When I win, you clapping and applauding. But nope, nope, I got to be in front. How dare you? I got to be up in front and eventually they're going to have to cut these people a check. People can't do it. There's they, <laughs> you guys can't do it. I don't know, man. I don't know what the, I don't know what to tell y'all. 
is the girl next coach is the is this girl the next Aisha Curry? Yeah, this is gonna he's gonna have problems. Um, and her star is gonna rise as much as it like we're talking about Patrick Mahomes in the offseason because of Brittany Matthews. Patrick Mahomes should be quiet <laughs> right now. You, sh you shouldn't even hear nothing about Patrick Mahomes. All right. He should be in the gym working out. It says his mom is defending the, his girlfriend. Either. Oh, so he's done. Dexter Barnes says pepper pop to Tony Stark. That's what he needs. He doesn't need it. But like, uh, like, like I could see if she was making him better or making his star better, but she's not. Mr. Nonchalant, can you just take a day off? He says, are you going to pay me if I take this day off? As I stare at Martin Luther Lee, the audacity of these 304s. Yeah. Why do you have to work so much? We're going to talk. We're going to talk on that. Women want executive husbands, but they don't want to be executive wives. They want to they have executive type husbands, but they don't want to be executive wives. That's why the reason why I was researching that article there. And so Kevin Samuels is struggling to get these people to understand on that side, on this side of his conversation. There's women like, well, I got a job and a career. We could be power couples and I want to be an executive wife. I want them to make, I want him to be the rich, richer than 96% of the planet Earth. And I want him to take care of the babies. I want him to go to PTA meetings. I want him to coach the little league team. I want him to be romantic. I want him to think about me all day at work. I want him to text message me. I want to show up at his job and him there be there so we can have lunch together. I want him to take six vacations. Look, man. You have to choose one or the other. You can't be that guy and be executive husband. You cannot be. If I make X amount of dollars a year, I'm married to that job. That is my wife. You are an executive wife. <laughs> you want me to clean out the gutters and mow the lawn and take out the trash when I get home? kiss you. Hi, honey. I'm home. My mind's off my work. There's no more work for me to do. I clocked out. I clocked out at five o'clock. I'm here at 510. What are we going to do for the rest of the evening? The rest of the evening, baby, I'm yours. If you want me, baby, I'm yours. When you need me, loving you forever. If you want me, Give me your love, baby, I'm yours in the evening. You want me to tell jokes? You want me to dance up and down like a monkey? You want me to take you to the nightclub on the weekend? You want me to dance and grind with you on the dance floor? You want me to buy you drinks? You want me to put a ring on your finger? You want me to see you dancing up and down with Chad's and Tyrone's? You want me to hire a personal trainer? Like, what the hell? <laughs> you want me to be Black Superman? No, man. No, 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 no. You want me to shuffle? You want me to shuffle all day? What do you want, man? I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. They want the impossible, and when they don't get it, I'm not happy. <laughs> Montreal. Taylor says, Coach, these mouth-breathing, knuckle-dragging ham and eggers are at large in 2022. Oh, man. 
It's going to be, I don't know, man. It's going to be, we're separating the wealth classes getting crazy. man. It's going to be like crazy. Uh, ACDC, the corporation got to go. He says, got to go back to Lubbock. <laughs> I wouldn't even be in Lubbock, Texas. If I got Patrick, my own money, I'd be like, Lubbock, I love you. See you from afar. <laughs> Coming back to Lubbock, Lubbock, Texas. Hey, come out and hang out in Lubbock. No, I'm Patrick Mahomes, bro. I'll send a check to the school. All right. I'll come visit. You ain't going to catch my ass in no Lubbock, Texas. All right. It ain't not not for one damn. It's going to be one damn day. Oh, they playing Baylor? Fly my ass in. Lubbock, Texas. Lubbock? Who wants to go to Lubbock, Texas? I'm gonna, Okay, when was the last time you were like, I'm going to go to Lubbock, Texas? <laughs> Is there anything to do? Should I hide away? Where should I hide away? Lubbock, Texas. You know what I mean? Like, no, 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 no. Hell no. My family got to come see me. You leaving Lubbock to come see me. All right. Hell no. I ain't going back to no Lubbock, Texas. All right. I'm watching on TV. Oh, they from Tyler. Okay. Yeah, my bad. My bad. My bad. I've been dissing Lubbock. They from Tyler, Texas. You know what I mean? Tyler. (laughs) They got a nice junior college out there, by the way. All right, big joke at ATL. He says, only in today's clown world would strags that can be royal status have the desire to be the jester, to entertain peasants. Guys, protect your team. Oh, you're at, dude. I mean, that explains it. He's like, look, she wants to be a court jester and she's elite. She's about to marry elite, but she want to be out here being homie the clown. Like, think about it. Ladies, let's put that in perspective. She she wants to entertain the peasants, the masses, and she wants to be a clown. That's the one right there. That's the one. That's the one. That's what sums it up. Big joke at ATL. He said it. She wants to be average. And he's trying to drag her at to, to royal status. And she wants to be tap dancing. Montreal Taylor, coach, now I'm hungry for ham and eggs. All right, get them ham and eggs going today. Or fried bologna. All right, fried bologna. Who eats still eats fried bologna? All right, shout out to Q. I always can't get your name wrong, but you got a great channel. Co- Q- Q5 Facts. Coach, the name, oh, here it is, Kofi Facts. Kofi, Kofi. Or Coffee, Coffee, Coffee Reacts. Coffee, shout out to you, Coach. The name is Coffee Reacts, like coffee. He says, I'm working hard uh, to become an engineer doctor and a husband new for Zoe. I should have done Biden. Yes, man, boy, you got all the sound effects. I told you to do Biden. Big joke, ATL, these 2020. Uh, 20, 20 ham and eggers have been entertained while off on president's day. You'll, you better act right and hit the super chat. The F up. Yeah. Shout out to you, man. Get the super chats up. All right. Garfield Banya. He doesn't understand his own value. So why should she? Wow. 
gosh darn y'all he says when you really understand the rp women are the last thing on the agenda time is the only thing of value i spend it wisely now that's 100 percent. i don't think he understands his value i don't think i don't think he knows Bris clown says coach greatest power a man can have is to never be afraid to walk away from especially for him especially when he continues to bark 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 yeah I would pay someone not to bark at me. I would pay somebody not to bark at me. Your job is to not bark at me. <laughs> All right, Christian Kobe, there is too much money on the line to play games out here. 100%. There's too much money for me to be out here playing your little fantasy game. Coach, don't you want fantasy love? Okay, you stay making $20,000 a year. I'll be over here. Okay. You want to drag me back into your fantasy game. Don't you love romance? Don't you love love? And don't you love feelings? And what about the one? Okay, show me your paychecks, though. And I'll tell you exactly why I'm not playing the game you're playing. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty simple. And then when you show me, you're punch in and you're punch out of the clock. And then I'm going to say, that's exactly why you believe what you want to believe. All right, I don't have no time to be playing out here. I need a business. I need this. Everything runs like a business. I want a smooth operation. All right. All right. Love is for broke people, by the way. Romance is for broke people. Because um, people that have wealth and money, they, they, they can get romance. They can buy romance. They realize they can buy romance. You ever realize that at one particular point? You're like, damn, I can buy that. So whatever you can buy that you want to put high value in, it's no longer worth anything when you can afford it. This is a mindset that people don't get. Like, let's say, for instance, I want a pair of Jordans, but I make not a lot of money. Well, that pair of Jordans is going to be everything for me. It's like, oh, I got that pair of Jordans. Let's say I can buy a hundred pair of Jordans. When I buy the when I buy the Jordans I bought, they don't mean that much to me. Like if they get scuffed up, I can buy another pair. It's no big deal. If you can afford it in mass, it doesn't mean as much. But when you have to put everything on the line to get it, it means everything. Same thing with love. I can buy love. Same thing with peace leave. I can buy peace leave. What once was hard for me to attain is now easily attainable. How much do I desire peace leave now? Not that much because I can get it. For a monetary fee, I can get it very easily. Before when I was broke, I had to jump through hoops and hurdles to get it. I have to say I profess love for you. I have to commit to it. I have to build a relationship and a foundation. I have to struggle for it. I have to broke date for it. Now I don't. It could come down here, right here, delivered to my door. Watch this. Right here. Oh, delivery. What time do you want to come over? Okay, here we go. <laughs> it drops right in my lap. It doesn't mean that much. I don't have to jump through hoops and hurdles anymore. <laughs> All right, where are we at here? Walt Joe says, have you... As an older man, notice combativeness and hostility from Gen X and baby boomers in customer service, especially in the community. Um, well, they tend to be combative They when I don't treat them like they believe they want to be treated. So I don't tend to deal with old women like that anymore. 
but you talk about in customer service. Well, they they thought they were going to get happiness, but they're in a really tight jam. They're in a tight jam. That 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 is the poorest generation of women right now. But the funny thing about it is they make the most money out of any generation of these women. Right? They make more money than millennials. They make more money than Gen Z. But they're probably the least happiest. I'm not happy. Because <laughs> what they don't have ultimately is what they want, right? And that's you. They thought money could buy that. See, ladies are not like guys. I can buy that, but they can't buy cooperation from men with money. Like they have status and they have their careers and all of that stuff. So I could focus on my career. But they can't buy it like men could buy that from women. Like I can buy that from women. I can buy cooperation. I, I can. But they can't buy men overlooking the fact that they're Generation X and gen and baby boomers they're still going to be and that's you right so they mad <laughs> and ladies they got to live another 40 years you got to live another 40 years like that so when you approach your 40s and you're planning to live in the 80 85 whew, now don't get it twisted you're going to have a lot of people trying to bang you out a lot of guys will line up and say, I'll cooperate. I'll do this. And then they're going to bang you one, two, maybe three times. They're going to get post-nut clarity. They're going to turn on the lights. Turn on the lights. Party's over. They're going to see you and they're going to be like, wow. And then I'll say, maybe I changed my mind. I thought I was into you, but I'm not. This is what's going to happen. This always happens. This always happens to you, ladies. Ladies, how many times has that happened to you? You thought you had the one. He got a couple pieces of peace leave, and then he changed his mind. The lights, the lights came on. Well, I thought we were going to be something. I thought something was happening. I thought, well, you thought. Look at Mary J. Blige. Guys, I see a lot of women, older women, 60, 65. They ain't doing very well. These are the baby boomers that bought. And uh, Generation Z women are moving into those age groups. The oldest Generation Z is around 55, 56. Once they hit 60, it's going to get ugly out here. And they're already falling into this. The, the celebrities are already falling into this. You got another 35, 35, 40 years to live this out. Michael Powell says, just face it, modern XXs seem to be good at only one thing. Give our society the clown music. Already played the clown music, but I'll play a little bit of it. They're good at taking attention away from men. And they want you to fall into their little fantasy. Jonathan Smith, facts coach 100%. That's like my girl and my friends telling me, all you do is drive trucks all day, but not knowing I drove 600 miles and work 12 to 14 hours a day um, and uh, and don't sleep on my Ravens coach. Yeah, the Ravens going to be there. Always a contender for sure. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I love it. They demean your job, but then want to live off of it. I'm, I'm thoroughly confused about this. Like, all you do is drive trucks. I, yeah, I drive trucks. People think they can drive a truck. Okay, drive one one day. You'll be able to do it. You'll be like, this is easy. Okay, now do it five days. Now do it five times four days. Like five times, let's do it for the month. Let's be away from home. Let's hit that road. Let's do it without little sleep. Let's let, let me drop off my load and wait for them to, 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 uh, to unload it. Let me stand around waiting for hours. Let me drop them and let me stop off at the gas station. All right. Pull my rig in. 
Let me back that rig up. Let me parallel park the rig. All right, come on. And now it's different when you got to do it day after day after day. You know what I mean? Yeah, let me sleep in this truck. Let me pull over to the side in this cold-ass Highway 25 with nothing around and catch some sleep. Let me do my road logs. Let me log in my road miles. Come on, man. Long-ass days hauling, driving in the rain, sleet, and snow. Shout out to the truck drivers out here. Shout out to the truck drivers out here. Let me drive this truck while these little-ass Nissan Altimas trying to cut me off so I don't kill them. You know what I mean? I got to stop my rig so I don't kill this little Nissan Altima messing with me, driving up in my damn blind zone, then cutting me off, trying to get off the freeway. <laughs> Come on, man. You know how many people truck drivers save lives? Truck drivers save lives. They can be out here ramming people left and right. <laughs> they got to deal with your little Nissan Altima trying to cut me off. Boy, don't you know? Don't you know I can take your life out here? <laughs> Come on, man. Don't mess with me, truck driver. These truck drivers, he says it's always the Nissan Altimas. I'm here driving up and down the interstate and you messing with me. I'm trying not to hit this damn bridge right here, okay? And you trying to cut me the hell off. And I'm trying to get around this slow-ass rig going up the hill. I got momentum on my side. Anyway, Moron says, trying to be Superman while only will only steal your help and focus, get on purpose, and stay on it. Then whether she comes or goes, you accomplish your task in life and find fulfillment. I think... Patrick Mahomes can get anybody in this life. If he's if this is what he's settling for, it's over. He needs to be focused on that contract. That's his one job. That's his one job. Sheldon Ross, hold on, coach. He might be better off there than moving somewhere else where he can get great if they get married. Uh, true, true in Texas, but he could be somewhere. I don't know. They drove from Tyler to Lubbock to go to that game, right? Let me look at Google Maps. How long was that drive? Shout out to West Texas, by the way. They catch some hell today. West Texas was catching that hell. Shout out to everybody in Amarillo. Everybody in Lubbock. Y'all caught it today. Y'all like, boy, we, where's Columbus, Ohio today, coach? Why you, why you getting on us? We got more than tumbleweed. Lubbock. You know, these Texas towns in West Texas, they close to New Mexico, you know. And if you know, man, ain't nothing going on in Mexico, New Mexico. Tyler, Texas, I'm trying to get directions. How do I do it? I done shrunk up the screen and all that. West Texas said, man, leave our name out of it, man. We just out here chilling. Lubbock, Lubbock, Texas to Tyler. Let's see here. Oh, hell, what the hell? Oh, what? Oh, that's a big-ass drive. What is he doing? Oh, okay. Tyler is all the way on the damn east side of Texas. All right, so. But he went out to Texas Tech. Yeah, Midwest Texas, Midland, Odessa. Shout out to Midland and Odessa. Shout out to Amarillo. <laughs> yeah, Tyser is, Tyler's east of Dallas. This map is, I see it right there. It's up in northeast. So he's over there, but he's over in Lubbock now. Right now. 
Shout out to Wex, Texas. Uh, El Paso is not in Texas, by the way. It's a default New Mexico suburb. <laughs> El Paso belongs to New Mexico. I love El Paso people. They be claiming Texas. They be like, yeah, we're Texans. I'll be like this here. I'll be like, El Paso, y'all not in Texas, bro. Y'all almost in Mexico. Not You're not even in New Mexico. You're in Mexico. All right, shout out to y'all. Y'all lucky to even be hanging on the country. They like hanging on like this. They hanging on on the ledge like we're in America and we're in Texas. Nope. <laughs> shout out to El Paso. They be clinging on, man. El Paso people trip and fall down. They be in Juarez like, oh, damn. All right, hold on. Let me get back over. Then they fall sideways to the to the right. They in New Mexico. They in Las Cruces. <laughs> They're like, we're in, man. We're in. We're in America, and we're in Texas. Nope. Shout out to El Paso. All right. Oh, where are we at? We're just messing around now. Uh, Coach H, uh, channel 1800 dumb says, just say hi, coachy in the game. Late to the party must rewatch likes up lad. Hit the like button. Last couple uh, coach junior says Anthony Johnson and the quartering did a great video on people who are hood rich and they will always end up broke and finessed. Yes. Cause hood rich dudes will do this. Like somebody tried to call me out. And talked about Porsches, and they don't have a Porsche. I'm like, I know you don't have a Porsche. Oh, your Porsche is basic and black. And I'm like, uh, you know, I don't know if you know that the the used marketplace for Porsches is pretty high. It's hard to get. You know, there's there's shipping problems. It's hard to order a new one and get it. You're gonna have to wait months and months. So, um, people are usually going into used Porsches, which uphold their value. And he's like, oh, it's just basic black. Nobody want. And I'm like, bruh, I, I just want you guys to know. Uh, and ninjas, I want you to listen up really good. This is a good lesson for you. If you miss my stream on this, this is a good lesson. I want you to understand something. When you put candy apple red paint on stuff, when you put diamonds and, and baguettes on everything, when you spray paint Louis Vuitton all over it, you lower the value. When you do stuff like that, you ninjify it. When you put diamonds and probably fake ones all over a Rolex, you just crossed out 95% of the people who would rebuy it. When you put sparkling paint on it, you just decreased the repurchase value of it significantly because the people who can afford it won't buy candy apple red paint Porsches. <laughs> they won't buy them with diamonds in the door handle. They don't care for that. Watch, go to anywhere. <laughs> go to anywhere that people have Rolexes, like a high status place. None of them have diamonds in them. They're very understated watch. People, people will notice the Rolex. Because they know the Rolex. Nobody has to say anything. But if you ninjify it and put diamonds all over it, they'll be like, that's tacky. That's gaudy. However, there's a class of people who would buy it. But 95% of the people who would have bought it are not going to buy it. 
You see, if I put hydraulics all on my car, probably I've just taken 99% of the people who would have bought it out of the market. They would be like, I would have bought it, but there's hydraulics on it. You see, this is what people don't understand. Understated is what the wealth class buys. Everything they buy is understated. The rich don't look rich. Hood rich looks hood rich. How many times have you gone? <laughs> How many times have you gone somewhere and saw somebody with Louis Vuitton a bucket hat on? And said, I bet that person is rich. They have a Louis Vuitton monogrammed bucket hat. You see what I mean? Nobody thinks they're rich. Nobody's going to buy that hat. There's only a certain class of people that have that money that would buy that hat. And it's usually somebody that's either ninjified or whatever. So that's what you got to understand. Nobody's going to buy a diamond encrusted Rolex. Only somebody that's in the ninjafied R&B, uh, hip hop or something like that. They might buy it from you. But if you put it on the resale market, 99% of the people that would have bought it are not going to buy it. Do you understand? And that means the people that you want to buy it, you got to depend on them being able to buy it. A candy paint red apple, candy paint apple red Painted luxury vehicle does not do well on the market. <laughs> yeah, per, you know what I'm saying? They'll buy it. They'll buy something uh, Versace. They'll buy an obnoxious Versace robe. But they that's about it. That's about it. That's, a, that's the only people that you... So when you put it up for resale, you got you to gotta depend on these type of people buying that item. I'm just saying, rich people don't look rich. Even if they do look rich and they buy something rich, it don't look rich. It look plain as hell. You literally will buy it. You would go into a watch store and look at all the Rolexes they have, and you sit there and go, why would I pay $20,000 for that watch? You know why you're asking that? Because you don't know the true value of it. You don't know what it means. You don't know what it means because it looks plain. You're like, I could just buy this watch. It looks similar. Well, you don't know the value of it. But then what you'll do is say, well, for me to look valuable, I'll put diamonds all over it. <laughs> and then you don't realize you just decrease the value. You decrease the opportunity to resell it. This is what people don't get. People don't get it, but we're going to spit those facts. We're going to spit those facts. Later on in this Wednesday, right? So anyway, <laughs> yeah, the old same thing with rich mansions, right? You you put a rich mansion and you put all the gaudy hard marble wood, hard marble floors in there, all that stuff. And then when you run into trouble, you try to sell that mansion, right? And you try to resell that mansion, but it doesn't mean what it meant to the new purchaser. So they're going to come in and see all that gaudy-ish and be like, what the hell went on in here? And then that relic is going to sit there for 30, 40 years, no value. You can't resell it because it means nothing to them. It means something to you, but it don't mean nothing to them. Because what they're going to do anyway is come in and bulldoze it. They're going to keep the frame 
and then they're going to wreck everything else. They're just going to take all that stuff out if they buy it. And if they buy it, they're going to bring the price so, down so much because they got to do all that work. Anyway, I'm hitting y'all up with stuff. Bling bling means nothing before a small section of our world. Only a couple people like the bling bling and the monograph uh, Louis Vuitton everywhere and the whole Versace outfit. Small subsection of the world. Everybody else is understated as hell. And they, you would never know what they were wearing. <laughs> anyway. Yep, Jordan's house is worthless in, in, in Chicago. It's, yeah, it's, it's still sitting there. Nobody going to buy that. And he like, I want $60 million for it. Why? All they going to do is come in there and knock everything down. Anyway, there was another mansion. There was another mansion. I think uh, Bird, Birdman, Birdman, rubbing your heads like Birdman. He tried to sell his mansion. It, it's basically, um, let me see here, Birdman's mansion. I think somebody else might have bought it. But it means nothing. Nobody wants to buy that house. I think it's like sitting in. Let me see here. It says here. Let me see. It's worth. Uh, he bought it for fourteen. It's worth thirty three. It's listed for thirty three million dollars. But he had to renovate it. Like it, he had to basically change everything out for for it to be worth. Let me see here. It's probably here. He sold. He bought it for ten. It's now listed at thirty nine. Is it still? Did anybody buy it? This was in what year was it? August twenty twenty one. This is not the one I'm talking about. There's one he bought, and it's literally sitting on blocks. <laughs> like it's literally uh, they can't even sell the damn thing. It's now barren. I can't find it. Oh, I was gonna show it. Anyway, let's get done. Shout out to Rob Moreno. He says, Coach, your voice is like silk. No homo. I got to find the right song here. Baby, I'm your. Uh, Xavier says she thinks she's extraordinary, but really she's extraordinary. 100%. And I think sometimes I think um, people that latch on to people think that they're... <clears throat> They're extraordinary. Now, she thinks because Patrick Mahomes is extraordinary that she's extraordinary. No. You're, you're replaceable. You're, you're not extraordinary. And I think, I don't know what happens to people. I know. And same thing with his brother. It's not just women. His brother thinks he's extraordinary. But, yeah, man. Wrapping up here, Xavier, uh, Brisk Clown, supporting He says, she be like, you always driving that truck. Bark, bark. He says, then she sees my paycheck and what I make for the last uh, for the last year. And then pure crickets. Yeah. Oh, boy. They think truck drivers are broke. You know what happens? You know why people expect wealth to look like a certain thing, right? You expect a hundred thousand dollar man to look like a suit. Again, wealth doesn't look wealthy. Again, if you make close to 100K, you're wealthier than 90% of Americans. You're wealthier than 90% plus of the world. All right. And, but they expect you 100K, desk job, suit and tie, high value man. But you can be in a shorts and t-shirts. And you can make 300, 400, five, you can make a half a million dollars a year in shorts and t-shirts. 
look, you can be, you can make a hundred million dollars. I mean, sorry, you can make, you can make six figures playing basketball. And somebody said, and a lot of dudes in the suits are the broke dudes. And they're the ones more that are in, enslaved than the free dudes. Angry man always talks about this. He wears the bat, the baseball cap. He looks like he's the hood dude. But there's a lot of hood dudes and there's a lot of dudes that don't look rich. Like you ever live in a wealthy community? These people be looking plain as hell with more money than you could imagine. Name the people who own Walmart. Name the people who own Walmart. Name them. I want their names. Just, yeah, Walton. Yes. What are their names? Now, I guarantee you, if you saw them, you wouldn't even know who they were. And they wouldn't even show it. They wouldn't have iced out grill. They wouldn't have no blingy bling. They would have some basic ass Banana Republic, the Gap outfit on. If you saw them, you wouldn't even know who they were. And they rich beyond your wildest dreams. They wearing Vans, uh, Skechers. <laughs> they wearing the stuff. They would pull up next to you in the parking lot. You wouldn't even know it. Now, on the weekends, they be rolling the Lambo. I'm getting ahead of myself on the show, but I knew a guy. I never knew he had a Porsche 911. Now he, he mentioned it with me. He kind of mentioned it in passing. Then I went to his house. Every time I saw him, he's in a regular basic Tesla, a basic Tesla. And his wife at one point drove a minivan. I'm at his house. I look in the garage. Cause my kids were over at this. House. I look in the garage and there's a 911 in there. Never seen him in it. He never mentioned it. Nothing. It's just in this garage, in this third car, in this third, the three car garage. It's in the third line. Never even heard him mention the damn thing. And I've known him for years. It's like, I didn't know you had a 911. He was like, yeah. <laughs> he got a 911, a Tesla. Uh, his wife had a minivan. They just upgraded to a big ass Yukon, GMC Yukon or whatever. It's one of those things that you have to understand. So you will look at somebody and you'll be like, they broke, they're nobody. And they got money beyond your wildest dream. Like crazy. But the dude's flossing. Look at my nice shiny suit. Look at my nice shiny watch. Those are the ones you got to watch out for. They're not always rich. Look at my candy apple paint red Porsche on hydraulics. They're the ones that you got to realize that they probably ain't got their money right. <laughs> they probably, highly likely, their money ain't right. Look at my big fancy, fancy McMansion. Look, I got a five-bedroom, eight-bathroom house, 4,000 square feet. Look at me. I'm rich. Mm. Now, dumb people ain't rich. They probably what they would call house poor. They got net worth in the housing market, but does that mean they're rich and wealthy? No, not really. Some of them rent those things. I can rent a lifestyle. You know what I mean? Doesn't mean I'm good with money. All right, so let's wrap it up. 
Uh, Edward Harvey says, Coach, that's crazy. You have a CDL. Old schools call them CDLs. He said, the dump truck business is booming here in Texas. Hauling dirt is how my uncle got rich. Wow. Did he sell equipment? Did he sell equipment or did he actually, you know, drive the trucks? CDLs. Yes, yeah, CDLs. Phineas Henshaw says, for the collection plate, for a guy that is rich that I, wait, from a guy that is richer than I look, laughing my ass off morning, coach. Shout out to you. Yeah, man, at some particular point, man, you don't have to really look as rich as you need to. First of all, you make yourself a target. Now, I kind of do it because it's YouTube-ish to do it. So I can understand why people do it now because it could actually potentially parlay you into more money, I would suppose. Uh, but it's a new money thing to do. Um, it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not dissing people who do it, but what I'm saying is a lot of people think certain things make them look rich. Big house. Uh, big Rolex, big fancy car with the candy apple paint. Uh, you know, those things don't necessarily make you rich. I mean, I it, it doesn't make you, if you, like, let's say, without that, it doesn't make you poor. Somebody creeping up on me. Who's here? Somebody creeping up on me. That means it's time to go. Let me go get the blinky. All right. Uh, Chicago man says, have you heard the Carlo Boozer Prince Mansion story? I did. Who rented it? Did Prince, Prince rent his mansion? I think Prince rented his mansion, right, if I'm not mistaken. Or did Carlos Boozer rent Prince's mansion? I did remember that. I think what, ha what happened on that one? I think Prince rented his mansion. No. Yeah. Prince did rent his mansion. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And then he made it princeified. <laughs> I have to look up that story. I might use that. I might use that. Thank you, man. Synopsis Jones. I drive a beat up Honda, but I got money. Yes. I got money. <laughs> All right. Shout out to you. All right. Yeah, man. Look, Again, after a while, man, you know, cars are cars, you know, like it is, you know, and I got a, I got what I got, but I got it for this time of my life. Like, you know, once I got it, I realized I don't need to drive this around for 30 years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'll drive it around for now. And I'll be that guy 10 years from now. Say, man, I used to have a line 11. And you'd be like, oh, you will what you went broke. You know how many times I hear people say that? Oh, I used to have a Corvette. I used to have a 911. And then now he doesn't have it. And most people will say, oh, you must have went broke. No, he. He had it for that time in his life. Now he's moved on. He realized it is what it is. You know what I mean? I got what I got out of it. I'm moving on. J-Flow, the wifey-ish test starts out slow, then goes up over the years. It's like wives have the biological need to irritate their husbands. Yeah, that we'll talk about that in length because that's what's going on. He thinks this is going to be temporary and she's eventually going to get in line and it's not. Montreal Taylor says, whatever. He says, whatever, coach. I'm going to get me some ham and egg. Shout out to you. No, no, fry bologna first. And then ham and eggs. And then steak and eggs. All right, last one. Conversation Corner says, coach, I'm a union electrician. I'm broke. <laughs> you want people to think you broke once you get a little bit of money. Once you get new money, you want people to think you're rich. And then after you had it, then you want to appear broke. If anybody see me in person, you know, and I'm not saying I, what my salary is, but you see me, I look like I make $25,000 a year. 
I literally be white t-shirt, Vans, shorts. Clothes to me, now I have nice clothes. But I'm not going to be up in here wearing that shit all day. <laughs> I mean, like, nah. Um, I'm in, I'll help out my Porsche and literally be in basketball shorts. Old ones too, cotton. Not even no good. <laughs> high, I either got on high crew socks, <laughs> right? Somebody see me in person, for real. I, they be like, that's coach. Black t-shirt, jeans, bands. Every now and then, back uh, some Jordans. I got them, what do you call them, Louboutins? I got those. I got the Stacey Adams. I got them. They be sitting up there. <laughs> they just sitting up there. One day, I'm going to come out in my suit, my Stacey Adams, my Louboutins. I wore them Louboutins one time. I was like, hell with these. <laughs> all right. I looked at the bottom of the shoe, and it was all scuffed up. I was like, hey, the red bottom's going away. I was like, forget that. I'm just going to sit up there. Just let them sit there. They trophies. But I love Vans. Skinny ass pants. Fresh Vera, fresh pair of Vans for sure, man. But uh, when it's time to dress up, I can get dressed up. All right. Uh, Edward Harvey says, literally just bought a dump truck and hauled dirt. Learn from his day job. And uh, yeah, man, I appreciate that, man. Get that money. Get that money. Anyway, shout out to the Coach Gang guy. I appreciate y'all for being here. It is appointment time, and I got to see who's creeping up on me, creeping up on me from the back. All right, brothers. Uh, let me get the thing. They banner out here. We out of here. Peace. <laughs>